0: Oh, it was fucking brutal.
1: But I was like, you know, I've done a bunch of podcasts, and Dom's sitting there, he's like, what are you going to talk about? <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's it? That's the whole podcast? I was like, dude, I don't
1: know. What do you want to talk about? We talked about sports for about 50 minutes, comedy for five, and that
0: was it. Yeah, it sounds like Dom Herrera. And we're live with Jenny Johnson. High five. What's up? What up? How First are of you? all, that's a fantastic Twitter name. Thank you. How'd you get that?
1: Uh, because Jenny Johnson was taken. And uh, I had to get clever. And I was like, well, I like high fives. That's a so good one. So we'll just one. go with that. But <laughs> That's I have, an easy one to remember. I have had people that have told me, uh, oh, is that you? Are you making fun of people with AIDS?
0: Me? I don't think so. No. like oh, They ask
1: me that. <laughs> I've been asked that a lot. And I was like, what do you mean? Well, H-I and the number five, you know, the Roman numerals, V. So, like, I was going to be Jenny H-I-V. <laughs> what the fuck? I was like, you know, I'd say and do a lot of stupid shit, but... Come on,
0: man. That's hilarious. So someone. More than
1: one. I've been asked this by several people, like online or in person. No, no, no. I just like high fives. Like that was it.
0: Now that you brought that up, there's probably going to be like some blog posts written about it, and a conspiracy will get formed. Yeah, that I like. That, yeah. that that's what you're trying to do. Right. That's the type of things that like like really wacky people that believe in the Illuminati would start to sort of say. Yeah. You know, the the five is actually the V's. So right. H, Jenny Johnson
2: HIV. It she's really, a part.
1: I'm like my, my birthday's in May too. Number five. You know, it's just oh, like, okay, so I was just kind of doing it through that a little bit too. Like a high five. I'll right. do the number. F-, you know, like I, I actually. Had not it had nothing to do with anything? The number, the name Jenny Johnson was
0: just taken. You sound a little defensive. I I'm starting to believe that maybe hmm. I've got the yeah. full-blownsies. <laughs> <laughs> the full-blownsies. <laughs> is HIV even a disease anymore? I mean, it is, but nobody dies of it. No, I Let's, feel like
1: now it's like you know whooping cough or something. It do you doesn't... remember
0: when we were kids? I oh mean, my god, it was you, like... Do you remember the moment when the, there's a few moments where I remember, like when Sam Kinison died. You know, like things along those lines, when you found out that someone was dying. Yeah. But when I heard that Magic Johnson had HIV, I was in the car with my girlfriend, and we were we were, we we're in Boston. We were driving. We were both like, "Holy shit!" It was like yeah. the beginning of like The Walking Dead yeah. when people started to get sick. Like, yeah. "Oh no!" Yeah. Fuck! It's on. It is Magic on.
1: Johnson of all people. Magic too. Johnson's famous. I'd say the one that killed me too was uh, ECE. Yeah. He, he died of AIDS. Yeah. And that was also like. Mm. what yeah you know it just you didn't see that one coming like i i guess i i think i just assumed maybe it was all in new york it was gay guys that were getting, <laughs> you know like as a good as a kid you know i that's i didn't know any better
0: all in new york that's funny why new york
1: i don't know why because every t- every scene every you know like everything you saw on the news that it was always coming from new york because they were too lazy to get out in the rest of the world <laughs> right so that's what you would see i'm like oh how, well how is this happening
0: yeah that was it's a weird one that was a weird one. Like, Easy e was the weirdest one, because, like, what was he doing? Like, was he doing intravenous drugs? Was he having unprotected I, I believe it was gay unprotected
1: sex? sex. No, it was just, I think just there was a lot sex? of... Just sex? Yeah, but it was with a lot of probably Skizies? questionable girls that that had used... Right, but how know? does
0: Tommy Lee not have AIDS, then? How does, like, there's a lot of people got, that should like, have AIDS. He's like,
1: hepatitis or something. Mm, he does yeah. have that. But
0: doesn't he have that from heroin, allegedly? I don't know. I
1: Apparently. think they're all doing it in the butt.
0: Whoa, how no, dare you? I'm
1: just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to start a well, rumor. Well,
0: didn't I mean isn't that the Charlie Sheen thing? Charlie Sheen was Blowing some guy that would smoking crack and there's a video, isn't that allegedly? Yeah, didn't I, I text I have to say you? That allegedly? Video? <laughs> yeah, you did, but I didn't know if it was real.
1: I just like when Charlie Sheen goes on Matt Lauer It all and it wasn't like Magic Johnson's spill where it was like and I'm gonna be an activist for this. He's like, it's over. I'm not paying these whores any more money, they're blackmailing me, like me. <laughs> There was nothing that was good or productive. No. With people no, I'm not I'm not going activist, no just not paying these whores anymore. I've paid $10 million and I'm done.
0: This he, is he really paid $10 million? He had been
1: blackmailed by a bunch of different women who had gone to his house and I guess opened his medicine cabinet and saw his HIV medication. Yeah. Took a picture with their cell phone and said, pay up or I'm sending this out to the press.
0: If I was Charlie Sheen, uh, I'd take that shit to get high. If you smoke crack and take HIV medication, you go to another dimension. <laughs> it's
3: so good. It's fucking amazing. It's like Molly times 10. <laughs> I awesome. throw a little
0: riddle in there to yeah. fucking you soothe it, it off yeah, at the cut end. It with... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've got to imagine that stuff has got to be at least somewhat psychoactive. I don't know. I just would assume, things up.
1: yeah, if you drink and do drugs with it too, yeah, you know, like other sure street drugs with it.
0: Yeah, because like if you do certain drugs with other drugs, it enhances them, right? Candy flipping and all that jazz. What is
1: candy flipping? Are? Candy flipping <laughs> That's is, what is the when just the
0: wacky kids, yeah, yeah, when they do the, the acid with uh, Molly, like they do MDMA and acid together. Wow, It's supposed to be amazing. Supposed to be, if you
1: survive If I didn't have
0: kids, I'd fucking jump in there. Right. I would give it a shot. I'd be like, this might be worth dying for. I can't leave behind it. How'd your dad die? He was serving his country. He was nom. candy flipping. Yeah, my dad was candy flipping with some 20-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> well, Charlie the Sheen's wrong. kids
1: actually get to say that.
0: I guess, right?
1: I'm sure they brag about it. Yeah, that's, that's my old man.
0: That poor fuck. He, he's he just, a fascinating guy, though, because... He is he, fascinating. He was on one of the worst sitcoms ever that was successful. Like that fucking Two and a Half Men was so bad. It's it's. I tried to watch one episode. Well, I couldn't. <sighs> I couldn't do it. I mean, I couldn't even make
1: it through like till the next break. Like, it's not like, for you. No, it's not for me.
0: But it's for somebody, obviously. I mean, obviously, it was giantly successful.
1: And to even have him fired, and to mm-hmm. bring another lead on, and it still works.
0: But it didn't. They canceled it.
1: But I know, but I thought it worked for a while.
0: How long did they do it with uh, Ashton Kutcher? A couple of years? Yeah, really? It did work no, for... They b- didn't even notice. The people that are watching that, they're all on Oxys. They're just fucking are sitting they? in front of their TV, whacked out of their head. <sighs> just waiting for the oh, laugh that's... track to kick in so they can laugh, oh, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> When's the commercial going to be on? They get excited for commercials. <laughs> Is the commercial coming on soon?
1: And I'm sure the commercials were really appropriate for that show too.
0: Well, those guys, that guy who uh, Charlie Sheen feuded with he's, Chuck Yeah, Horry. he's awesome at making those kind of sitcoms. He he's knows good at that. it.
1: He's done it a bunch. <laughs> Successful <laughs> as shit too. Oh it's my impressive. God.
0: That guy, if if I was on a sitcom with him, I would ask no questions. He knows exactly what the fuck he's doing. You'd
1: read the script and go, this is the unfunniest thing I've ever read. Roll. I'm I'm ready to go. (laughs) Yeah, just
0: tell me what the words are right before I say them. (laughs) I'm not going to rehearse this. Why would I rehearse this? But it's perfect.
1: No, it's amazing.
0: It's totally amazing. He knows how to hit that frequency. There's like a a dog whistle.
1: Is it just is it people on oxy do you think or do you think it's like kind of middle america just get home from work and it's it's um it's on CBS
0: There's definitely that there's definitely the middle america thing. It's not there's, offensive. Yeah, it's not offensive and it's a it's an easy watch, you know. Like I've always said like how the fuck does anybody watch keeping up with the Kardashians until I watched it. Oh, and I the can't. fucking thing is so bad but it's compelling. The, whoever But, you, but edits, you sit
1: there out loud and just shit talk like Oh, allowed yeah. while watching things
0: i punch my dog no don't do that don't i
1: feel like a dog. lot of people i feel like a lot of people hate watch it <laughs> yeah they it's definitely a show hate, hate watch, watch it. you know like for sure i think there's plenty of people sadly enough that like it there's a lot of people that like it, but i think a lot of people actually watch it just because they hate it
0: well it's it's one of those things that they've become there's so much focus on them that they've become a thing so when when the camera's on people i have this theory about television and fame and just any any form of media. And my, my theory is that it hijacks these ancient reward systems that are in place for us to follow successful people. So, like, say if we were in a tribe together. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> all, right. all the three of us were in a tribe together. And Jamie just fucking slayed all the intruders and figured out how to get the food and knew where all the water was. Chris we'd we would be like we got to follow Jamie. Jamie's a bad motherfucker. We got to follow him. And so Jamie would talk in front of the campfire and we would listen. Right. That's sort of like a natural thing. You follow successful behavior. Well, when a camera's on someone, for whatever reason, we th- we think that that person is successful. So yeah. like the, they t- they talk and we see all the money they have, we see the cars they drive and all the nails and the purses and all the jazz right. and we go, "Oh, they have all the good stuff. We have to follow them." And it sort of hijacks this thing that's. We're, I don't think we're designed for media. I think that television and film and music and all that stuff it hijacks this part of of, of being a human being. That is, uh, it's just unaccustomed to these sounds and these images. Like you go to a movie, and you see, uh, you know, Brad Pitt or whatever. His head is fucking 15 feet tall. Right. Every time he talks, the the music plays. Is the words are perfect because they're all labored by a group of writers right. they've, they've worked at it for weeks to get the right sequence of words and the right order and the right way to say it and they practiced it right it, it's hijacks you
1: and then you run into him in person and you're like oh shit you are dumb dude <laughs> <laughs> you're dumb as shit holy hell
0: there was an interview that he did once i forget who the fuck it was um, who he was, uh, doing an interview with, but I was like, who's this fucking moron that, uh, whoever the guy is, like, Larry King's interviewing. Right. I'm like, who the fuck is this? It was on TV, and then I turned around the corner, and I saw that it was Brad Pitt. I was like, holy shit. Brad Pitt. Dude. Was it bad? You're boring as fuck. Yeah. He's boring.
1: It, is, is it worse that they're boring, or is it worse when they have been famous for so long That they have the answers to everything.
0: I think he's probably so tired from fucking Angelina Jolie all the time that he just has no energy for thinking.
1: And all those kids. Uh, Yeah, those kids running around
0: screaming. And before her, it was Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Probably reading scripts with her all the time till 3 o'clock in the morning. Just
1: brushing each other's hair.
0: (laughs) 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 But he doesn't have to be. You know, it's almost like he's like a lottery winner. He's got great features. He was a movie star from the time he was very young. Oh, yeah no need to develop a personality. Then
1: whatsoever, if but you're the, pretty it works for you. But
0: then again, you know, here's the th- my thing on Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. Who out of all the like the really famous like movie star type people has ever done more good? Like they Yeah, that is true. They do so much good. They they're so charitable, they're always involved in all these uh, charitable um d- Functions. They and, go to the
1: shitty parts of the world. Yeah, and, like, constantly. I'm not going there. They
0: adopt like fifty kids a week. You know, they're Ugh. constantly adopting kids. They Just, have a
1: gang of kids. They have a, d- have a gang of kids. That's entirely
0: true. How do they give all those kids that attention? Tribe. They don't. They have a tribe. They don't.
1: I bet they each have a nanny. <laughs> Their own nanny. I <laughs> bet they each have an, like a spotter. You know. <laughs> Yeah. Each kid has their own. Yeah, designated I mean,
0: one. Whether the dude's boring or not, but I don't know. Maybe I mean, those fucking interviews are boring too. You know, it's like it's well, hard. Larry to,
1: King, Jesus. It wasn't.
0: I don't even know if it was Larry <laughs> King. I, just, I I can't remember who the hell it was he was talking to. But I was. I remember I was in the other room, and I was like, "Who's this boring dude that's getting interviewed?" And then I turned the corner. And I was like, "That's Brad Pitt." Jeez, oh, Brad, you're boring. Right. Why are you boring? <laughs> you should be fucking psyched. You should be like a Brad Pitt. Woo!
1: It's. I think it's really funny when you go to like. Um, if I have like people come into town, they always want to go to a taping of a show.
0: Oh, You know, and so
1: right. I'll use whatever connection I have. Okay, we'll go to this. I love watching the painful look on the interviewer's face during commercials. You know, like, whoever oh, yeah. show it is, like, <laughs> like, who booked that fucking guy? You know, like, where <laughs> they're just reaching and it's really hard. Like, right. you can tell, you know, then there's those guests that just get it. They're very likable and they're good at it and they're chatty and work the crowd and everything. Like, I saw, uh, I think it was like Nick Cannon was on Ellen. I, have, I don't give two shits about Nick Cannon. I don't, but the guy did it right. Like, he was good with right. that audience. Right. You know, he said the little funny jokes, and he was real, and then I saw some other guy go on, and he's like, well, this is one of my first interviews I've given um, on Empire. I was like, I don't watch Empire, and this sad claps from the audience <laughs> and uh he had prepped whatever it was he was going to say but everything he wanted to say was so fucking lame <laughs> that you just had to watch her face was just like mm mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah just struggling just to be struggling enthusiastic struggling
1: through the whole thing i was like god
0: god well, that's the worst part about those shows and the best part about doing a podcast like i only have people on that i want to have on so it's all yeah. up to me i decide like hey, maybe Jenny Johnson high-five would be awesome to have on a podcast. Boom. And then those people, they have to get, like, people that are on radio shows or, or radio shows. No, no, they don't ever interview radio show people. I think Didn't I made they? that up. Other than Howard Stern. Yeah. What radio guy ever gets interviewed? Uh, none. None. I was going to say, like, Rush. But no? they, have to, they have to interview people they don't really give a fuck about. It's like CNN or whoever it is that they yeah. work for sets it up. Yeah. One of my favorite ones was when Chelsea Handler was on with uh, Fuckhead. What's his name? The English dude? Who, uh, that doesn't work there anymore? Oh, uh, Pierce Morgan. Pierce? Pierce Morgan. Yeah. Oh God. Ugh, oh, fucking Tool. He's so gross. Yeah. But I don't know him. Maybe he's a nice guy. Maybe I should stop saying that. He's gross on, on his show. Yeah, but I'm not
1: a fan. All the shit he says to am like yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah, well, he, back he came from a tabloid environment, yeah, right? You know?
1: Then he worked for like the Sun or one of those. He like, worked rags for that over company there. that
0: got caught tapping into uh, oh, the yeah, voicemails right. of people that had died, and right, the, right. the family got upset because the they thought that the person was still alive because they were checking their voicemail, right. but it was actually the whatever tabloid, yeah, whatever was doing shit,
1: it. whole person sold their soul to the devil, and
0: but Chelsea Handler did it. And Chelsea Handler gives zero fucks. She doesn't have any fucks she left. She does not
1: care. She no. has no
0: fucks. Does not care. And she tortured him. She tortured him because right. she was like, "No wonder why your show is getting canceled. Like you're fucking terrible at this." <laughs> and she, like, she was calling him out like that in between takes. Like he didn't talk to her. <laughs> he would just start checking his phone, and looking at Twitter. Oh, and really? Seeing what people thought about him. I yeah, have to look she, that up on the other. I not that it's, one. it's hilarious. She brutalized him. And I she's kind of one love that, of though. many. She's one of well, – he just goes into these debates unarmed. Like he went into this debate with uh, Ben Shapiro, who's this uh, yeah. right-wing guy yeah. who's a very smart guy. And, like, if you're going to debate this guy, you got to have your fucking facts in order. Sure. And he just didn't. He went into this gun debate with him, and he got just destroyed. And he called <laughs> him out on his uh, outrage peddling that he was immediately going to, like – you know, in the debate that he was going to immediately bring up Sandy Hook and bring up all these different people and the the, the the children that died and that he was gonna immediately use that as like this cry for outrage. Right. And he called him on it before he could ever do it. And you could see Pierce Morgan was like he like had I've taken all his left. weapons away. He had nothing. It was like the end
1: of eight mile.
0: It's brutal. Yeah. Have you ever seen it? Have you ever seen him do it?
1: Oh who Piers this, Morgan? This Pierce
0: Morgan and Bench Pierce? I haven't thing? seen that one. It's pretty good. You but wanna watch it? Uh, yeah,
1: I'll totally watch it.
0: Okay, let's watch it. Pull up uh P- Pierce Morgan gets destroyed by Ben Shapiro.
1: I kind of love that though. I like when people are just I can't stand all that stupid so uh
0: well those shows that whole type of show it's so it's it's it only exists because you have a network, right? So you have a network which is this gigantic thing that has had programs on forever and they have all these advertisers they do business with and they have these commercials they're going to sell. So essentially the show is only it's only an advertiser for advertisers. That's what it is. Like all these interviews and all the different programs they have, they, all they're doing is trying to get you to lock in long enough so they could slip an ad in. Right. So every 15 minutes they'll slip ads in, and that's that's what they sell. What yeah. they really sell is ads. Oh, so yeah, totally. they don't give a fuck what you want. It's not personality-driven. Nope. It's not It's not about establishing something that's interesting and fascinating and, hey, we're doing good work here. No, it's just about selling ads. Like uh, I was a news producer for... Like, almost
1: 12 years. Were you really? Yeah. Where? Uh, In Austin, San Antonio, and Houston.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Powerful Texas news. Talk um, a lot about well, evolution I did sports producing oh.
1: first, and then I just wanted to make more money, so I got into the news.
0: Oh. But it
1: was still, like, it, you know, you have to know all that crap. You have to <sighs> uh, get your stories. And,
0: here, oh here God, we'll, this we'll is watch great. this. Yes. Pierce Morgan gets owned it's by Ben Shapiro. a Bench great Bureau. posture.
4: two-minute video, so I found, like, a five-minute version, so this oh, okay. is a little bit longer. But okay.
5: <laughs> okay.
4: Oh, cool, a is am off the rails of guns in America. Ben Shapiro, at LARC, why is sounds of shitty? The of I
0: think
3: someone TV. Oh. So why am I off the TV. Oh. No, it's okay. Uh, you know, honestly, Pierce, you've kind of been a bully on this issue because what you do, and I've seen it repeatedly on your show, I watch your show, um, and I've seen it repeatedly, what you tend to do is you tend to demonize people who differ from you politically by standing on the graves of the children of Sandy Hook, saying they don't seem to care enough about the dead kids. If they cared more about the dead kids, they would agree with you on policy. I think we can have a rational, political conversation about balancing rights and risks and rewards of all of these different policies, but I don't think that what we need to do is demonize people on the other side as, as being unfeeling about the, about what happened in Sandy Hook. How dare Sandy you accuse me of standing on the graves of the children that died there? How dare you? I've seen you do it repeatedly, Pierce. Like I say, I'm okay. I mean, you can keep saying that, but you've done it repeatedly. But what you do, and I've seen you do it on the program, <laughs> is you keep saying to folks that if they disagree with you politically, then somehow this is a violation of, of what happened in Sandy Hook. And I'd I really like to hear your policy prescriptions for what we should do about guns. Because you sorry. say that you respect the Second Amendment, and you know I brought this here for you so that you can read it. It's the Constitution. <laughs> and I, I would really like for you to explain to me what you would do about guns that would have prevented what happened in Sandy Hook. If you want to do what you did in the UK, right, which is ban virtually all guns, that is at least a fair argument, and we can have a discussion about whether that's something that we ought to do. Well, I've made it very clear what I want to do, which okay. is exactly what Mark Kelly wants to do. And in fact, rather than address uh, your, rather than address
4: your comments to me about uh, standing on the graves of children in Sandy Hook, you can address them to Mark Kelly because he agrees. With everything that I've been saying, because he What's, feels the
0: same uh, way. Okay, <clears> throat> throat> what is that? Uh, talk to someone else? Well, Mark Rather than address was, my... uh, I think it
1: was Gabby Gifford's husband.
0: Was it? Yeah. yeah. Or
1: is. Yeah. So he's just now picking a different shooting yeah, <laughs> to jump <exactly>. on, <laughs> piggyback on. That's what he does. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> he's a cunt. Yeah, total. Yeah, we got him.
1: That's it. Everybody so,
0: agrees. What was it like doing news work?
1: I mean, it was fun.
0: If it bleeds, it leads. Is that true? Like, what are the conversations? Is it like that Nightcrawler show with that Nightcrawler movie? Is that what it is? Yeah, it's like, Night oh, sh- if
1: somebody could burn a bag of babies, we'd have a lead tonight. No, it's not like that.
0: <laughs> burn a bag of babies. <laughs> no,
1: it's just, you know, whatever's new, whatever's, you know, when Houston, you know, sometimes right. it'd be an apartment fire, Southwest Houston. Like, it's just whatever's happening. You know, it's the, it's local news. And so in, in Austin, I did more sports, which was more fun. And then when I made the transition to news, I was in San Antonio and then in Houston. And it's as a producer, you know, you write the newscast. You're writing what the anchors say. They're talking heads. Right. And then you go in the booth, you. (coughs) All right. Three, two. And, you know, it was fun for a while. And then I think it actually got under my skin a little bit. I was always doing, like, comedy and stand-up and everything on the side. And then when I realized I could do that full-time instead of... News, I, I got out. So, even ship. while you
0: were doing the news, you were still doing like stand up around town? Yeah. W- was this during the laugh stop days? Uh, well. In Houston? Like, what years was this? more in,
1: in Austin, it was like 2000 to 2004, maybe. Okay, so like Cap
0: City. Did you do Cap City? Um,
1: I opened at Cap City one time, but th- oh. I did like the ones on 6th Street, like Velveeta Room. Oh, okay. Velveeta Room is great. I, I mean, I, I was <laughs> just learning, I was just starting out, right. so. You know, it wasn't that great. I wasn't going to be a headliner at Cap City at that point.
2: What is
0: it like working with newscasters? Because they are the most bizarre television personalities.
1: <laughs> it's like there's there's really nobody that is more arrogant than your local newscaster. You know, it's because it's that person that's been there forever. And everyone around town knows them. But the moment they cross out of town, nobody knows who they are. So they just, right. they're very big, big egos. And sometimes they'll try to, you know, flex nuts and oh, this isn't ready. And I just sit down, old man, you know, just to put to <laughs> thing on. Like I would never take shit from them, but a lot of people would get their feelings hurt sometimes.
0: Well, they're bizarre folks because they're Weird. in entertainment. Mm-hmm. They are. They're essentially yeah. what their entertainment is like. They have a voice that's soothing for the news. Right. There's a way of delivering the news. It's like the way someone would sing a song, yeah. where like it, the melody sort of like interacts with your ears in a very pleasant way. And And just to
1: go from story to story, you know, and you just try to make it more interesting so the director's like, let's do a two-shot. All right, let's go to one. My favorite
0: is when they do banter in between, and then you oh, get to God. find out how fucking stupid they really are.
1: From weather to, from anchor to weather, from yeah. uh, news to sports, and it's like, so it's just like we were saying about that game yesterday, huh, right there, there Bob. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and it's, it's so funny, like, I'm, we would just
0: be in the soundproof booth, like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> this is the worst
1: thing ever. Holy well, that's shit.
0: certainly interesting. In local news, hey, you're taking the kids to the ballpark this weekend,
1: I'm going to go ahead and let you know, what it, we're looking at right, right, right there, Bob. and you're like, oh, <laughs>
0: Make it stop. Did you ever see that one where the girl, she was talking about, uh, she was trying to talk about music, and she used the term Jigaboo. She was <laughs> like, Jigaboo music? Have you ever seen it? I don't think I've seen it. I she thought did, I'd seen them all, too. She, just... did, she didn't know. Was she a reporter? Yes. Yes, she was a reporter. Oh, And she was God. talking about something. She goes, oh, you know, it's like that Jigaboo music. It's like Jigaboo music. And the person she was talking to was a fucking black guy. And he was like uh it was a black guy right wasn't it yeah well here Tell you play, oh, baby we'll baby it girl you.
1: baby girl no 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 <laughs>
0: what's this? first of all Holy shit. you look deep in her eyes you see the back of her skull
1: <laughs>
0: and look at the dude
1: i just want to take
5: a moment to address a comment that i made yesterday oh this is her apology
0: this is her apology oh just take a moment
1: you know what's also <laughs> really funny I, have you ever noticed like your local oh wait
2: a Stage, gave her a hug and
3: called it wonderful. It was this very day,
5: impressive. It? It's hard to really hear her voice down down. with all the jig-a-boo. Yeah. You say,
3: she
0: <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> Look at his face.
5: Gorgeous And, I and that he's like, jig-a-boo. I
0: mean, your family knows, yeah. right? Yeah. Jigaboo. She yeah, that's right. Let's call Gorgeous voice. He's like, she's got a beautiful voice. Yes. Yes. <laughs> You fucking white He's bitch. He's going, you in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm going to a... smile through this and keep my job. We'll just wait till that commercial <laughs> break when I explain
1: to
3: yeah. you
0: <laughs> <laughs> what you've just done to our viewers. Jig-a-bue. Jigaboo. <laughs> we would
1: have, I think, one of the funnier things, it shouldn't be funny, but it was funny, is so our reporters out doing live shots, so whatever's going on. And they're in a live truck, so they have to feed the video and we'll cut the video and say what's the N out cue of that, you know, voicemail or yeah, I mean the, you know, Vosot or whatever. So if there was something that was like there was a drive by shooting. Now, that's not funny. But witnesses to things like that. When the camera gets on them, there was like a lady holding her baby that had a coke in the bottle. She's wearing a boys to men t shirt and she was like well, you know, this here, Darius, and he he's so cute, and he we want him to do modeling. Wait a minute. Did you say Coke?
0: Like Coca-Cola? Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. For the baby. Yeah,
1: you know, like that kind of classy.
0: <clears throat> Wait a minute. She gave the baby Coca-Cola? Yeah,
1: the baby was drinking, like, a soft drink out of a bottle.
0: Cut the fucking shit.
1: No, I'm not. This is, like, in, you know, projects. It's, like, you know, it's...
0: Do you know how much sugar is in a fucking Coke? Like, think about the size of a baby's body.
1: Well, the baby just had bullets whizzing by its head too, through the drive-by, so maybe it, yeah i mean it was just and then the mom just promoting the baby not talking about the people that were just gunned down what was like, she saying just like trying to get him a modeling job because she thought well there, he's cute you know and he should be on and we're going oh yeah no that's not gonna make it cut, cut. <laughs> pull that out of the show there was a guy a lot of guys like to try out their rapping skills
0: while you interview him for like crimes like, did you see the drive-by? Yes, I did. Oh, there was Around this the corner. This store
1: my... <laughs> was broken into, and the you know the clerk was shot. You know, oh, here's with this witness here. Uh, what's your name, sir? And then, because the camera guy have to say say your name, spell it so that we can cut it. We, I mean, these don't even make the air, but it would just be like, so, so, uh, okay. Now tell us what you saw. Well, one, two, three. I saw the. <laughs> it just starts <laughs> rapping. You're like. <laughs> this is your big break? This is what you chose to, like, this is never going to make the air, dude. I guess they think maybe. Well, they don't know. They don't know.
0: Well, that's there's layers and layers in our society of, of people that are in the worst possible scenario and the best possible scenario. That's one of the worst scenarios we have available in the United States of America is the ghetto. Um, yeah. Oh. you would see it and it was just so like oh my god I cannot
1: believe y'all shot this and half the time I'm like I know the camera was fucking with me <laughs> you know like sending that in like I think you're gonna like this you know the sound bite we just got
0: Thank did you it get jaded at all seeing like really fucked up shit over I and did. over and over again it,
1: I did and that started to bother me that it didn't like I could just see it write it put it in and I could remove myself from that situation but then there would just be those times that like something really bad happened and it's like it was personal or it was like we actually had our um sky Eye helicopter it crashed and the two people were killed like our coworkers. Whoa. and so that was something that was like it was kind of the first like the beginning of the end for me where i couldn't stop you know i couldn't do what i used to do like everything felt very personal
0: oh wow but,
1: yeah so that was kind of a that sucked but i was you know i'm glad i did it for as long <clears throat> as i did and you know i did well but do you I talk
0: was... about it on, on stage at all
1: um Sometimes, but well, I guess sometimes just depends on the context or whatever's going on. But sometimes I'll talk about it. It
0: seems like it would be ripe, or maybe write something about it, because it seems like it would be so ripe for material and just what it's like. That movie, it is Night Stalker, right? Is that what it is? Nightcrawler. 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 I haven't seen that one yet, but I should. Yeah, I heard it's great. It's really creepy jake G- glenwall Bl- Bl- he looks real awesome. weird and shit he's oh, all yeah, scrawny awesome. and creepy looking yeah. he's so good he's such a good creeper like it's perfect
1: like maybe it's too good Man, well i just think I he's think that he guy turn it off. he can
0: become <laughs> not that guy in the but he yeah. can become people yeah you know and he just did such a good job of capturing the sort of sociopathic personality of someone who would ambulance chase or yeah you know,
1: and I well, I think that happens a lot. I mean, people that want to get the the story, break oh, the story yeah. first, and you know, to try to break a story first, especially if it's something horrible, you you do feel like when you're done, it's like, Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> like you I know, just imagine. trying to call people and trying to dig up shit, and you're just, yeah, wasn't for me after a while.
0: I can imagine. I have a friend who's a cop, and he's told me that he'll, they'll get to a scene and someone who have been shot and. People, you know, no, no one even bats an eye. Yeah, they'll they'll start eating donuts, like literally eating donuts, like right next to the body. Right, like no one because cares. Because them, it's work. It's yeah. just a crime scene. They'll it's, start cracking uh, jokes. Sure,
1: yeah, and and that, you know, I don't want to say like I went there, but I mean sometimes I, you know, like you, we would see a video, the full video before it's been edited. Then we would edit out the dead per, you know, the. Mm-hmm and it is weird when you're just doing that and thinking absolutely nothing of it just boop, 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 cut that is
0: weekend. there any pressure to show like more like do they say like we No like to because see there's like or... there's
1: like libel laws that you have to follow in news like and you have to know those going into it that what you can and can't say what you can and can't show oh. you know you can't say like you were saying like allegedly or you know right you have there's certain things like that you can't say it's a fact when it's just what... And it has to come from a legit news source, so the Associated Press or CNN. You know, like, you right. you have to be able to cite the source that you got the information from. You can't just say, my aunt called and said, <laughs> you know, this just happened, and that's not a
0: credible. One of my favorite ones is this uh, news report on an arson. These people, their house got lit on fire, and this girl is interviewed, and she's like, I don't want to name no names, but uh, it was my cousin because he's been trying to get with me. <laughs> <laughs> And I think he's the one who lit the house off. Like what? Like, he been trying to have sex with me. Have you seen that, Jamie? Yeah, <clears throat> pull that one up. See if you can.
1: <laughs> because like, we broke up and he's mad about it. My well, it's, cousin. It
0: just, uh, it's just—it's so hilarious. This lady. But is they're being not even batting an eye. You know, yeah. like the, it's just like, yeah, that's why. She's like, I don't want to name no names. <laughs> Here we go
2: and I'm just going to step out of the way now so you can take a look at the scene, what is happening right here behind me. You can see that firefighters are still working to put, make sure that this fire is out. Smoke is still in the air and firefighters are still over here trying to make sure that everything gets under control. Garage here that is on fire is Heather. <laughs> oh, Heather, shit. Tell me, you woke up around 345 and you saw this. What, what happened?
5: I woke up to beating on the doors. My neighbors. I opened up the door. And my neighbors were like, "Get out, get out!" You know. So I, when I opened up the door, I see just blazing from the garage, and I woke him up, my husband.
3: Look at the husband. We
5: got out as fast as we
3: could. Potty. <laughs> so I had
5: him move the vehicles out of the way, and I had him go back in the house to get our two dogs that we had in there.
2: When you got outside and you saw what was happening, you saw what was going on. What were you? Look your at thoughts? the guys facing yeah. the background.
0: Oh my yep. gosh. Oh my gosh!
5: Ne- you know, I didn't ever think it was going to happen to us.
2: Do you know how this fire started? you go.
5: Yes, I do. It was because of my cousin, and I don't want to mention no names. Your cousin? Yes.
2: Um, and you say you think your cousin started this? Uh, do you know how or why?
5: He's mad because he couldn't. He can't get with me. I'm married to my husband, and as second story. cousin we just make it short. <laughs> Yeah, he put—he already put him in a hospital once last month, <laughs> <laughs> and
1: he figured he was gonna do something else to get back. This <laughs> right, right uh, should be on cops, fire. not on the news. Oh, uh, look at the guy! How is he not dying laughing?
0: <clears throat> well, he's not very good at his job either. Uh, he's kind of clunky. It's a tough gig.
1: It is a tough gig. I mean, I that g-
0: guy's not that's not a normal reaction to someone saying that. The normal reaction was like, What your cousin? Hold <laughs> up. <laughs> I mean, he's got to st- stand right. there with his tie and it act just, professional, yeah, and not smile or laugh or go, What the fuck? Oh, where first of all, where's that fucking town? Where does uh, it, what is it? Deliverance Burger, a- <laughs> but it's always those weirdo uh, towns.
1: I have a friend, uh, she works out here for the local Fox station, Lauren Savon is her name, and she had <laughs> I love it because she's made the Soup TMZ for all her fuck-ups on mm. air <laughs> called John really? Boehner, John Boner, you know, <laughs> oh, she's like, like everything. And she's well, it like, It looks like Boner, it does look like Boner, yeah. Like, if I saw that in a teleprompter, I would have to
0: don't say. Boner. Did you don't hear boner. what happened with him? He got busted because he, he's renting an apartment that is owned by the indoor tanning lobby. Stop it! No, that's a for joke. Real. That's no, got to be a joke no, I, with his uh,
1: orange face. Did I
0: retweet it? Did I retweet it today? Uh, this girl, Jen Briny, how do you say her name? She tweeted it at me. Please tell me I retweeted it because it's so ridiculous. It's
4: not a new story,
0: though. See, uh, It's not a new story? No,
4: it's from 2013.
0: What? Yeah. Really?
1: Yeah, I'll
0: show you that. Huh. Well, everybody's always wondered why this guy's tan all the time. He's always said, no, 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 no.
1: Yeah, I mean, he looks bright orange yeah. when you're
0: watching those State of the Union. like Tanning bed lobbyist. Indoor tanning. Look at his face. He's fucking orange. Has long denied that his perpetual skin color is a result of sunless tanning. He just spends a lot of time outdoors, the Ohio Republican is known to say. But despite his repeated denials using tanning beds, Boner has ties to the industry.
1: You just said Boner, too? I'm saying it from now on.
0: It's Boner. It's It's B-O-E-H-N-E-R. It's Boner. It's Boner. I agree. How do you you get Boehner out of that? That's not Bane. No, that's not Boehner. Boehner's B-A-N-E-R. That's Boner. That's, yeah, Boner. that's Boner. Not only has he accepted campaign contributions from a group called the Indoor Tanning Association, <laughs> Boner actually lives in a D.C. apartment owned by a lobbyist for the American Sun Tanning Association. First of all, how gross is politics? This how? fucking guy can live in an apartment owned by a lobbyist for to But the, tan- the Indoor to
1: Tanning Association, of uh, that's a real... The American Sun Association. That's a real group. Yeah. I did not
0: know that that was. How can that even be a group? and How is he only paying 1600 bucks a month for rent in D.C.? D.C.'s fucking expensive. That guy's crooked. D.C.'s
1: crooked, too. There's something else going oh, on. He's that's so the most crooked, crooked. town everywhere. It's oh, all so politicians. Crooked. I hate all politics. I'm a political atheist. And I don't believe really? any of them. Good
0: for you. Me, too. Well, they
1: all end up lying. I mean, mm. you're banking on somebody. Wait a minute. That's... Bernie Sanders? You think he's lying? Bernie... <laughs> I think Bernie needs to run for, like, a Homeowners Association president <laughs> or
3: something.
0: <laughs> like in Boca
1: Raton or something like that.
0: A or na- Bernie. A nice cul-de-sac Yeah, group.
1: just, you know... Oh, ah, the president not. of this cul-de-sac. <laughs> Ping-pong championships. The 1% of
0: the cul-de-sac. <laughs> Bernie Sanders is an interesting guy, though. He's at least getting young people excited because they're hoping and praying that someone is different and no one is different but him. He's the one guy that's coming I, along with hey, saying— Trump's different. In a, in a way. In a bad way,
1: but he is—I actually will say—backed I will, backed into a corner. Somebody was like, well, say something nice. I'm like, he's not lying. I believe mm. he believes every single thing that he's yeah. saying. I don't think he has a team of campaign managers telling him what to say. Yeah. I'm pretty
0: sure that, No, like, he definitely doesn't. He
1: just gets up there and just— Start spewing crazy But he believes it
0: Yeah he just lets it rip He's worth a few billion He's like fuck it Let's yeah. roll the shit uh, Yeah I mean
1: I, There's something that's Kind of hilarious About that part But other than that They're all full
0: of shit There's a recent bill Or a, a vote That's gonna take place In the UK To try to ban him From entering the UK For hate speech This is like Like a serious consideration that's going on right now <clears throat> He's um For uh The stuff that he said About Muslims <sighs>
1: He just said, I mean, at some point you're like, I think that everybody was kind of on board at first, like all the old crazies. Mm. Finally, somebody saying what we're all thinking. You know, yes. those kind of people. And then he just hasn't stopped talking. And I think now they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's, is, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Went,
0: come on, buddy. You crossed?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, we were, we got your back. But now <laughs> like you're kind of spewing some crazy. Like, I, I actually think that, like... All these old people that like them believe that Muslim is, a you know, a, a terrorist organization group. Like, I don't think that they get that. That's it's like they think Al Jazeera. That's actually a TV channel. It's not a like the Taliban. It or sounds ISIS. like it. it. Brown people. Sounds like Jihad. <laughs> Al Jihad. Yeah, they're my, what's Al J- Muhammad's a Jihad and whatever. Yeah.
0: Well, people are terrified of. People from other cultures always, sure. but when you got all their cultures that are involved in things like, you know, in ISIS, but, but what people have to understand is, <clears throat> people ISIS is killing more Muslims than there are anybody. They, yeah. Most of the people that they're killing are Muslims. Yeah. Like they no, they're just bad.
1: They're just bad. Battle- yeah. they're they're like they're <laughs> they're criminals. I mean, it's <laughs> I don't I don't know why this annoys me, but when I'm watching the news or reading the news, which I prefer to read it because I it annoys me not to watch it. But people will say, well, you know, we're waiting to find out if this was a terrorist attack, like the San Bernardino thing, right? before they release those names. Once they release their names, therefore, it became a terrorist attack. Mm. Don't you think that, like, the Sandy Hook guy, that was kind of – he was terrorizing people. Sure. But I like that they have to be uh, brown (laughs) in order to be
0: a terrorist. Well, that's our new – Isn't that weird, though? Our new enemy is the war on terror. (laughs) And terror has to be like, it's like the Germans, we have to go after the Germans, or the Japanese, mm-hmm. or the terrorists, it's the terrorists, yeah, it's but country. What is,
1: but what does terror mean? It's it doesn't country. mean brown people doing bad things. We're going
0: to rename the country. You know, Japan, they call themselves Nippon. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. But we're gonna, we, we call, call them Japan. Japs, because I so remember Pearl Harbor. There's all these people that believe they're in other countries, but as Americans, we get to dictate what their actual lines are, so we're just going to decide to call it all terror. Yeah. So these are terrorists, they live in terror. Yeah. That's a part of the world. It's called terror. <laughs> <coughs> You're not allowed to come over here. We'll put you in, in camps like we did the Japs. Yeah. <laughs> That's some dark shit, man. It's so
1: horrible. I was talking to my mom who she's, lives in Houston, conservative, Republican, mm. and all those fun things. So I love poking her with the stick. It's really funny. And when she said, oh, you know, it's terrorists in San Bernardino. And I was like, well, I mean, anybody that did that is a terrorist. It doesn't matter when we find out what their name is. She goes, Jenny, the terrorists are like the really bad ones. <laughs> I was like, I begged it. I don't know. I think the Sandy Hook guy was pretty bad. I got to say, I don't think he was awesome. Right? How about
0: the fucking Colorado movie theater guy? That's a terrorist. No White no. guy with he's, orange hair. He's not one of
1: the real bad ones, though. Oh. You can pronounce oh. his name. <laughs> yeah, if you can pronounce yeah. his name, just not as bad as the guys that, Saheed, mm. Muhammad, yeah, that bad bad stuff bad news
0: well it it bugs me when people won't criticize Islamic terrorists or Islamic people though because they're they're worried about being Islamophobic like Islamophobic oh, is a weird so one that's a weird one though
1: anything that's a phobic like well it's the um, what's the word I'm looking for you like if you're on a watch list or whatever mm-hmm. you know you're um, drawing a big fucking blank what is it called I me mean, like prejudging somebody here mm-hmm. just
0: uh, yeah there was a prejudging. Word. Pre-screening?
1: Know, yeah, yeah, whatever. You're making an assumption you're over a okay. stereotype, you know, like whatever. Right. And I, that's okay sometimes. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, I don't think it's a bad, like, it's, I heard this couple one time I was on a flight and this family, and they're m- completely dressed, mostly, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. like the face covered. And I see these old people dressed like, you know, the Gilligan's Island old people, you know, just, <laughs> and they're like- Like hitting, the howls. Yeah, they're hitting each other like- <laughs> you know they look around oh, this right. guy i'm like no i don't care about those people i care about the guys that are going to come on board with slacks that they just bought at mervin's or something and a we'll button down that's still got creases like no luggage you know right. <laughs> like I'm, if that's who's going to freak me out on the right. plane is the ones that just are trying to fit in
0: fuse coming out of their shoe
1: right not the ones that are like fully standing out with all of it like yeah no sorry i no i i i will prejudge yeah because i'm not going to just go well i don't want to offend anybody so let me get on this plane at these fucking creepy people
0: but what i was getting at is that it's just weird that people will call you out on being islamophobic but the same people will openly mock christians sure like they'll, they'll they can openly mock scientologists you sure. know but but if you for whatever reason i guess well i guess the the legit angle would be obviously because we're at war or we were at war with two different countries and we're still in Afghanistan right. and a lot of troops still in Iraq and more now than before, right? We just sent some new ones over there. But, and those people that are involved in the conflict over there are Islamic or are brown. Right. So I guess it, it lends the idea that like, well, you shouldn't be Islamophobic. You shouldn't be critical or prejudiced against Islamic people. But it's just, it's an ideology. Yeah. Like, like, he, first of all, <coughs> excuse me. Any any religion is stupid. Well, yeah. They're all dumb.
1: I was just watching Bill Burr's stand up, and I was laughing so damn hard about him talking about Scientology. And he goes, "Yeah, it's funny. I mean, your God's name is Ron. You know, <laughs> because he had a driver's license and a social security card. He's like, but I found out about it when I was an adult. When you're a kid, you don't question it. Yeah. You know, you grew up Catholic, right? He's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You. Why would you? Sure. Yeah. Three days later, it came out. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Like you just believe it. And then as you get older to challenge it or to question it, you're an asshole. You know, like you just can't. Don't don't challenge the Bible. Don't That's. you know, you can't do that. I think there's a higher power. I don't think it's that story, (laughs) but
0: maybe a version of it. Maybe not. I don't know. Well, who knows what it is, but whatever it is, it's not what L. Ron Hubbard wrote. It's not the no. one guy who wrote the most books of anybody who ever wrote books ever. Scientology book he wrote, he wrote sci-fi books. He wrote more fiction. He wrote more fiction than any person absolutely. who's ever lived. He really did. He did. Out of any person that's ever lived on the planet, he wrote the most books. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. That they think that that How many books did he write? Do you know? Fuckload, exactly. A fuckload. A fuckload, that's exact mm-hmm. number?
1: Yeah. That's a lot of books.
0: That's a good question. Jamie's going to pull that up. We're going to find out. Yeah. But he I didn't know does he wrote the hold the distinction. Th- I did not know that. Yes, yeah, so he's the most prolific fiction author ever in the history of the human race. That's how stupid Scientology is. The guy who made up the most shit <sighs> ever... Yeah. Also told the truth about the fucking frozen ice cubes filled with what souls it? They're just coming and out of they, volcanoes, and, and shit. they drop them yeah. in volcanoes, yeah. and that's why you get anxious.
1: I mean, I, you know, <laughs> I'm just like, well, it, I, it's so it's all so stupid to me across the board. I well, don't it's know. made
0: up stuff. It's people making things up. You live and you die, and no one knows what happens when you die. We'll all we find don't. out one yeah. day. Hopefully, yeah, maybe, it. maybe we won't. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe we'll become something that doesn't think. Yeah. Here it is. Most published works by any author, number one. L. Ron Hubbard, yeah. 1,084. 1,084 books, Jesus Christ. Did he even fucking do a second draft on any of them? There's no way, right? These books are so bad too. Have you ever read them? Did he self-publish them? them? I don't know, I don't think so. I think he published them. I mean, he had, I mean, he published a lot of them in those uh, sci-fi magazines. That was like a, a big part of what he was doing originally. Like, he would get books published in those. You know, they were, like, Reader's Digest. They would have these, like, sci-fi The last things.
1: one was published in 2006. Didn't he die in, like, the 80s?
0: Yeah. Yeah. He died. Well, I don't think it was the 80s. I think it was, like, the 90s. When did he die? What is it? 86. 86. 86 was? Well, I'm sure they just found a bunch of shit that he had laying around. The guy was probably nuts. Probably just sat he, down Did and you just, ever see, like... Interviews?
1: Uh, do you ever watch those documentaries? I'm fascinated oh, yeah. by it. I love... Me too. It. Well, I'll watch any documentary. That's all I ever watch. but those are particularly fascinating because he looks crazy
0: oh he's crazy as fuck lawrence lawrence wright wrote a fantastic book called going clear and that's what I've they used to make that but, yeah but i read that one
1: that was good you read it too yeah yeah
0: yeah. it's amazing like when yeah. you you hear about how nutty he was like he, he was beyond it, crazy
1: yeah but it's one of those like usually people that you know end up getting like a, a leader of something They they're always they're smart but crazy you know it's like a Psychotic brilliance, you know, yeah. that, that you can manage to get that many people on board. I mean, they all dress like sea captains and shit. Yeah. Like, what <laughs> the, That's fuck? the best thing. Yeah, I'm like, you, ha- you have a lot of
0: medals, dude. And you,
1: like, <laughs> I mean, highly decorated <laughs>
0: officer and what? Like, well, how about when Tom Cruise won that gold medal for being awesome? Holy Did you shit. Ever see that? And, I, and, I, and he fucking they saluted to LRH. each other.
1: And they were so, like, tensed. And, you know, yeah. both of those guys are about five foot one, five foot mm-hmm. two. Holy shit, that made me laugh. LRH. God. LRH.
0: They, yeah, they, they salute to L. Ron Hubbard. They call him LRH. I'm just, <laughs> it's I, a but, photo of him. <laughs> they salute <laughs> the photo like it's fucking, like it's the flag.
1: Just think oh. of like one of your friends It's like real silly and goofy, like one of your craziest friends, and then imagine his face or her face up there, and everyone just took <laughs> <laughs> you know, just to Andy Dick, everybody, and everyone just looking like, salutes, <laughs> and, like, there's a room full of people that give all their money to, it, I mean,
0: that's, it could be that. It's not that much different. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. I mean, his work, oh, God. like, look at the size of the fucking metal. I mean, that shit makes Flava flavor. Like, he saluted him. Look him. He looks over and salutes, and everybody claps. First of all, look how oh, look at beautiful that set is, mm-hmm. and that David Misc. Miss Cabbage, whatever that guy's. I mean, Jesus Christ! Wow, is he is genius. Just... That metal that he's wearing is hilarious. <laughs> like, up next, some crazy, <laughs> <laughs> some crazy Scientology stuff. That's the name of the YouTube video. Oh, oh it's fucking wonderful. They're wonderful. And there's a
1: great one that you, uh, Doc on. You can watch it on YouTube. It's like Scientology and me. I think it was. Um, it's, uh, it was from the BBC. But it's really good. It's this guy just tracking them down and getting oh, I've in their seen fa- that Yeah, one. it's a good one. It's well, all in Clearwater.
0: In, th- in Clearwater, Florida. Yeah, he was they all in, went down there.
1: But there was a uh, summit was in London, like their headquarters in London. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was pretty Maybe cool. Maybe it's a different
0: one I'm thinking of. Yeah.
1: I did see that one, the Clearwater one. Yeah. Well, that's where the they all are. The Sea Orc
0: people. My family used to live there. My mom and she my fun, dad, really? yeah, they lived in Clearwater. My sister still lives in Tampa. They're still still down there. Is that where you're from? No. No, they moved there to escape the Boston winters now they're just
1: trapped trapped
0: trapped in a sea of stupid (laughs) there's a lot of nice people down there but you know what i was just there in uh tampa this past weekend you know what it is it's all people from the northeast that escaped that's all my whole show was like new yorkers boston people jersey people retired people they're just get out of there fuck this let's get a job down there fuck winter they just say fuck winter and they go to florida
1: I would do the same thing. I mean, but I grew up in, like, South Texas, so, like... I mean, it's 50 degrees out here, and I'm like, it's freezing. (laughs) I'm such a... I couldn't deal with it. There's well, South no Texas, like,
0: I, I don't know. I love Houston. I mean, I it's Houston got too. spots. It's it does. Got, yeah. It's
1: got character. If you're downtown, man, there's a lot to do. There's there's a there's a life down there, you know, that, but then there's certain places that, yeah, no, it's not that fun.
0: Well, I remember when I was in Boston, there was, essentially, there was four big comedy scenes that we'd heard about. There was like the Boston scene. There was the New York scene. There was uh, the LA scene. It was kind of a San Francisco scene, but a little bit, but there was a Houston scene. Yeah. And the Houston scene was because of Kinnison and Hicks. Yeah, like, Bill
1: Hicks, like, that's where he... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm such a fan of his, but, it, like, now they just have the improv. Like, yeah. I, I did a show at the improv over Christmas break, and, and it's awesome. It's <laughs> fucking huge, too. It's a great venue, but it's kind of in a weird part of town, and, yeah. you know, it's just... You mean black? No, it's, it's like, Art's off... it's in a black part of town. It's not really... It's not in a black part of town. They, they They only seem to book a lot of black comedians. Oh, um but no it's like just off of the interstate it's just an exit you know it it, it's just a weird part of town like there's just nothing really around it Mm. you're just kind of like hauling ass down i-10 and then you take an exit and there's the improv it's
0: so sad because that place the laugh stop in river oaks that's where i did oh that was the best i did my first cd there oh really yeah 99 that oh, place shit. was the shit. It was the best club. It was set up perfect.
1: Now it was like a restaurant and I think they're trying to get it where they can at least open part of it up.
0: It's still for, there for comedy. But like well, it's
1: a different uh it's a, you know it's a restaurant now, restaurant bar restaurant.
0: And the, but is the stage still there and everything? No. It's oh. not,
1: but they're trying to, you know, like all the comedians are going, "Hey, oh. give us a fucking place to Yeah. because there are a lot of good comedians in Houston, oh, sure. you know, and you want to be able to like do your job and then try to do this on the side like that's what i mm-hmm. always enjoyed about it but you know i'd have to go to the improv or try to you know get some stage time or sometimes i would open up for my friends that were musicians i would just like do a set at their you know oh wow just so at least that's i could hard. get i could get stage time you know right
0: well, that's tough though
1: oh yeah it's it's so tough.
0: non-ideal
1: but I think, you know, it helped that I already had a job, so I didn't care as much. Right. You know, like, if I was depending on that mm-hmm. as my livelihood, maybe I would have been more nervous, but it was like, yeah, fine, I'm going back to work tomorrow. So.
0: It's one of the more frustrating things for a young comedian There's they're starting out is to grow up in a town that doesn't have a scene. Mm-hmm. Well, I know if you're in Cleveland or something like that, I don't know if Cleveland has a scene. Yeah. But it's, it's fucking hard. And yeah. these clubs like the Improvs are amazing to work at if you're a professional.
1: But, yeah, but to, to, like, I've done... You know, a couple shows at the Improv here, mm-hmm. but it's only because like maybe somebody asked and you know had to pull strings because I'm not a name for a marquee. You know, like right. I don't. And you and for the Improv, you have to be like
0: yeah, you have to be. It's like
1: trying to get on at the the store or the Laugh Factory on like a Saturday night.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They're not gonna just go hey
0: yeah yeah go do seven minutes. Well, they've sort of boxed themselves into this hole though because you're. They can only, well, they have these rooms that are like 500 seats, mm-hmm. so they can't have open mic nights yeah. because they can't keep the room open because they can't, it, it's all the staff and everything, it'll cost them too much money. Yeah, And as soon as you don't have open mic nights, then you're not developing new talent. As soon as you're not developing new talent, then you have to get all your acts in from out of town. And it just, it kills the whole art form. Like, yeah. you have to have a place to start. You know, there's no, like, one place where everybody starts. You can't say, oh, well, they have open mic nights in L.A., don't worry about it. Well, right. a lot of people don't fucking start out in L.A.
1: No. I mean, when I came out here and I started doing just, I mean, I'm, I'm doing more writing, but I still like doing mic I like trying to do stand-up, you know, two, three nights a week or something. But it's hard to even get that sometimes. Like, the Laugh Factory, they're good to me over there, and they'll give me a, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you know,
0: one of those That's nights. That's great
1: uh flappers comedy in burbank
0: that's a great plot that's a great, great club yeah i've done have you done the haha ha in north hollywood i have done that that new one is fucking awesome it is awesome it's amazing yeah. it's
1: perfect so i you know it's like but i have to find everything myself i don't rely on like my agent to do that like it's just you know i just want to get it some time like, i
0: still do that though i just find everything myself too i don't Do you find yeah. that because
1: i like I'm sitting there talking to him. I'm like, well, you're not good. Like, I get everything. Like, yeah. you haven't got me shit, so I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. and maybe Well, especially,
0: if... like, little clubs in town. I mean, I mean, all my bookings, like, if I do theaters and stuff like that, my yeah. agents do all that stuff. But, like if I do local spots around town, yeah. I, I have to find, like Joey Deals will call me up, listen dog, you gotta do the fucking ha-ha, right. the new ha in North Hollywood. <laughs> He'll be taking bong his voice talking to you and you're like, all right. He, like We we tell each other, like comics will tell each other, like there's this place in, um, on Sundays in Santa Monica that Neil Brennan has, it's supposed to be awesome.
1: Yeah, I keep seeing that on his, yeah. uh, he's promoting it.
0: West Side Comedy Theater, yeah, I think it's yeah. called.
1: I haven't been there yet, but.
0: Psh, I hear nothing but great things. So like, that's yeah. what you hear, you know, you hear about cool spots.
1: Like, I did the um, the Laugh Factory in Long Beach,
0: mm-hmm. done that. Um, I heard that's improv great, Improv in, like,
1: Brea. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a great spot. That's a great
0: spot. That's a great spot. Um, the but new I mean, one's that's awesome. It. But
1: everything is because of, like, just me, like, either hounding people or just a friend, mm-hmm. you know, helping me out. Like, hey, do you want to open for, you know, me when I'm in Long Beach? Or
0: Well, this is an amazing place. If you're in L.A., this is an amazing place to work. Because you really never have to leave. Yeah. You can work and just drive. Yeah. You know, you can drive to Irvine. You drive to Ontario. Yeah. You drive to Brea. If you want to get crazy, you go to San Diego. Right. You know, there's so many places to work around
1: here. Yeah. It's I, it's actually really pretty cool considering like I moved here from Houston where you know it was just there was just no scene. It just wasn't there. Yeah. It didn't exist. So.
0: But know, it I'm, used to. I'm telling you, it, it used to, to be, be one the of the best places. Yeah. When I first got there, I first got to Houston in like 96 or 97, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. Maybe 90, maybe 98. Either way, um, when I first got there, I was like, holy shit. They had an open mic night that would start at like 8 and go till 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And the open mic night was in the bar area where they had a small stage. And then they had the main stage where the main room was, which was fucking perfect. It was the perfect setup. Yep. And they had all these really creative young local comedians. And they didn't have any tolerance for hacks. Yeah. I was like, this is just like Boston, but like hot. Yeah. Like hot weather. I,
1: but nobody can put their finger on why it stopped
0: cuz the club went under it's that easy to throw water on a fire if they don't have anywhere to perform and if there's no one scene like
1: but like somebody didn't try to take you know like i just felt like there would be somebody that would make more of an effort to try to get it
0: right but who creamed. how about i don't know
1: like i don't know i always thought that there would be somebody that would try right. to you know bring it back up again but well
0: they tried but you need like real resources you need a club you need a yeah. liquor license you need a you know you need the whole thing i mean no. know
1: but idiots can open bars how many yeah. bar owners do you know?
0: I don't know any idiots that own bars. Do you know idiots that own bars?: Yeah, really? A lot, really? Yeah, well, talk to those idiots, <laughs> Tell them to put a stage up. <laughs> I don't know it's fucking yeah. it's not like anything else like if you if you want to I guess being a musician is probably just as difficult. Like how does a musician I mean I guess you can kind of make your own mixtape and shit alone. You don't need a you don't need an audience to practice. That's the difference between comedy and other art forms. You need an audience to practice. Yeah,
1: like to know that well that's one thing that I always enjoyed about Twitter. You can kind of tell if something a joke works or doesn't work on Twitter by people liking it.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. You know, it's
1: like okay, that works, so let me try it verbally. Well, you <laughs> yeah.
0: have a big following on Twitter just from being funny? You yeah, know, I mean, and Bert Kreischer and I were talking about you one day yeah, on, that on was, the podcast. Yeah, that was why I, I sent yeah. you that message.
1: I was like, I, all, <laughs> all my friends were, like, sending me the link to it. And it's like, oh, sweet, thanks.
0: Well, that's a cool thing about Twitter. There's, yeah. like, there's a girl, uh, she calls herself Slash Lean. God, I love her. She's, She's hilarious. So She's up in Toronto. Yeah. But it's the same thing. She developed this giant following just from being funny.
1: Yeah, and I think that, like, people like her and myself, um... Like Rob Delaney mm-hmm. was one. Like sure. we, we, all kind of jumped in at this exact same time, mm-hmm. and I think I don't think that's possible now for somebody. See,
0: I think there's too many people. Says that people always say that, but it's like uh, I don't want to start a podcast now. Everybody's got a podcast. But what? How, how about those guys? We fucked girls. Those girls that have that podcast called Guys We Fucked. I've never heard of it. You never heard of it? It's like top ten always, oh. and it's only been around for like a year. They just have a really good podcast. Oh. They developed this big ass following, and then shot up through the rankings like
1: quick. I don't think the podcast. I don't like. I'm. I think that yeah, a lot of people have them, but I still would encourage people to try. But with Twitter, the only thing is, you know, it's just it was so new and different. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, "Who is that?" Per-? You know, it it was so new and exciting. And now there's all this other crap. I, there's too many things: Periscope, Snapchat, all the other all these other social media things and at the time it just was just
0: like facebook and twitter and that was it twitter doesn't it doesn't grow like it used to it's like it's like the amount of people that you get like people don't like you some people used to get like massive amounts of new followers like really quickly but it's hard to do that now
1: i think also like if you look at someone and you look to see like like how many people do you follow
0: i follow a lot of people and i seriously doubt you read every single i read a lot of shit i'm retarded i'm I got something wrong with me. I, I scan Twitter constantly for interesting stories, and f- if someone posts, I'll look through their feed. If they post two, three, four interesting stories in a row, boom, I follow them. I'm like, you never know.
1: But how do you find them?
0: Just through somebody retweeting them or something? Most of it is because they tweet things to me. That's a oh, lot of it. Oh, okay. So someone will tweet something really cool to me, and uh, I retweet it like. Uh, what I've started doing, I started doing a long time ago, is when people send me cool stuff, I retweet it. Mm-hmm. Because it gives people an incentive to send you more cool stuff, and they go, hey, retweeted me. It's fun. Right. It's cool. And like when I find their page, like if someone retweets something, or if I retweet something someone sent me, and I find their page and they have a bunch of cool shit on there, yeah. I'll stop following them. And um, I think that just that way, you ensure that you have like a sort of a network of people that are. Distributing interesting information, sending it your way. And but is it know. like,
1: is it links to things?
0: Sometimes it's links to things. Or, is, or sometimes
1: is it just a funny yeah. reply to you?
0: Oh yeah, sometimes it's a funny reply. Sometimes now, it's me, just a funny post.
1: Now, how many unfunny replies do you get from people trying to make you laugh?
0: Yeah, you get those. I. It's, it's gonna
1: happen, it's just cluttered and, <laughs> and, yeah. and it's just oh god, sometimes it's so painful. Well, yours is
0: so humor based, you know. You're, you're, but feed it's a person
1: so... like almost insulting me, and I'm like, what the? Fuck? And they'll go, oh, it's getting, you know, like it was a joke, you know, yeah. I thought you could take a joke. I'm like, no,
0: no. <sighs> No, I can't. Well, you got to think. There's a lot of people that are just trying anything to get a reaction from you. They're standing totally. out there, just oh, sure. typing into the abyss, sure. hoping I mean, to get a signal back.
3: Yeah, Hello?
1: Hello? I mean, but it's it's such an interesting concept that people like, like I did a panel at South by Southwest uh, last year, two years ago, something like that, and it was about just Twitter. And it, yeah, and it was just about like getting a career out of it. You know, like how else would anybody have noticed me outside of Houston?
0: Yeah. Well, that's how I noticed you. I don't remember when I started noticing you, but I've been following you for, how long have you been on Twitter? Uh, since like 2009, I think. I think I've been following you for at least two years, oh. at least two years. And um, I don't know how, how long totally, but I remember uh, but someone like I tweeted ha- one of your things, like to me, I think. Someone tweeted something funny that you said, Uh-oh. and I think I retweeted it, and then I started following you. That's how I do it.
1: But it's, like yeah, it's kind of like, it's, it's word of mouth or yeah. word of, you know, word, but. But you could still do that. But I do think that's – that's what I love about Twitter. I think it's really fascinating that how else would anybody have ever heard of me if it wasn't for that particular form of social media? I just think there's too much now. There's too many people. There's too many extra things that I don't think people are going to get noticed the way that I lucked out and got noticed.
0: Well, there was that – effect like the early days of myspace do you remember the myspace effect like tila uh, tequila and oh my god Dane cook and all these people got super famous like right. really quick because once you know you, first of all you followed tom because everybody had to follow tom from myspace what the fuck is tom up to these days just i hope in, he's okay he's in belize <laughs> right now with gold underwear on and fucking stacks of champagne bottles next to him and a big fucking he's like joe tub francis of Viagra by his bed <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just balling. I mean how much money a... did he make from that fucking stupid
1: He'd have made it shit ton. To like the fucking Facebook guy. Yeah. I mean
0: Yeah. Well a... that guy's made insane amounts wow, of money. Wow,
1: that's it's, it's impressive.
0: That's bizarre. That's bizarre money. He looks bewildered all the time too. Like whenever he always see looks like so he just
1: woke up from a nap.
0: To me he always looks like he's like worried that someone's gonna he's kidnap like... him constantly. Yeah. Like he... you got that kind of money? Like shit. Don't you dude. know that he's probably had those threats though? Like, oh, yeah, I'm sure, sure like that.
1: Yeah. You're, well, you're gonna
0: be, billions of dollars. Billions. And now he's got
1: a new baby, I believe. His, his wife just had a baby. Jesus
0: Christ. But he, he takes pictures of everything his wife, his baby. Look at yeah. me. Look at them. Maybe he's like just we putting are. it out there. Like maybe. he's getting
1: the jump like, uh, what's his face? Ben Shapiro was. I'll maybe. put it out there first before.
0: Well, maybe he's just surrounded by fucking spec hops guys, just locked and loaded, ready to party.
1: God, it's it's a strange thing. Like Facebook was cool at first and then all of a sudden when I started getting like friend requests from my mom's friends, you mm. know, like then all of a sudden it was like <laughs> <laughs> Not something
0: else. Well, too many people get real weird online and just start just digging into your stuff and stalking you and looking oh. at, you. where's Jenny going? What Where, where's Jenny yeah. eat?
3: She eats here every Tuesday. Yeah. Hmm, seems like if I go there on Tuesday,
0: maybe I'll find Jenny. Well, hey, I really enjoy your tweets. You think it gets on my underwear? Yeah, I, it's, it's
1: like, <laughs> I don't know, the, the people that think they know you mm. based on, I think Instagram was more that way. Like I have Twitter and Instagram and that's it. I don't have the other things, but I would have like.
0: I'm gonna take an Instagram picture of you right now okay. and people will know that this happened while we're actually doing the podcast talking about Instagram. So look at me, look at me, bam. So i put that up and people go, hey. But I've had people like,
1: I went to, uh, like I took a trip, a road trip with friends to Big Sur, and I, I have, love one, Big Sur. I love Big Holy Sur. Holy shit, it's is it amazing. awesome up there. So one of my friends took a picture of me. You know, you get no cell reception. Right. And so we're like on the side of the road. I'm holding my phone. I was like eating an apple and she took a picture. But it was so beautiful behind me. And I put that on Instagram. like, oh, I'm in Big Sur. And then I have these people that are like, you have to stay at Ventana. That's where you have to stay and you need to go eat. And I'm like, do you think I drove from L.A. to Big Sur without a plan like, <laughs> of where I'm going to stay and what I'm going to do? Like they're telling me what I need to do. Well, they're just trying to help. No, it's in a different way. It's like, yeah, yeah, you need to do this. Mm. I don't know if it's like a deep-seated, like as a kid being told that or something. It's just so obnoxious to me. Yeah, it's like, I know, I have a plan. Don't Mm. worry, I'm good, I'm good.
0: You're a bit of a rebel. I see what's no, going on. No, I there. think
1: it was just I'm probably an asshole. <laughs> I think a bit of
0: an asshole is probably more accurate. I always assume see, it's we have very different reactions to the same thing. I always assume that it's people that are in town that are trying to help me out and steer me toward the good no, spots. No, you look
1: at it's like they live in Vermont or something. They're just like they've been there once and telling me what
0: to do. But don't you think they're just trying to steer you in the right direction? You're like, fuck you, don't tell me what to do. Yeah, no, I think they're horrible people. <laughs> I think they're terrorists. They're terrorist sympathizers
1: at they're the very least. sympathizers, yeah. they're all about isis
0: see i always think they're just trying to help out i think it's cool i i enjoy it when people do that i even ask for suggestions
1: i'll ask for that's different no i'll ask for suggestions it's just hey i'm in big sur and then it's like you need to go eat here you need to stay here you know you have to do this you need and i'm like if if you made it worded it in a way that was like i don't know where you're staying but i could tell you like i stayed here one time and it was fantastic uh, it was more of like the telling me what to do but thing. don't you
0: think that people say that when something's awesome like dude you need to check this out
1: i find sometimes people do it to let me know they've been places
0: uh, okay. does
1: that ever happen you know what i mean like okay. it's like yeah. kind of um yeah i've been there humble too brag almost. yeah it's yeah. like a humble brag it is like yeah. that or uh Oh, that jacket. Yeah, that. and then tell me the name of the jacket, like mm. the brand or whatever. Like, I have that jacket, too.
0: Do you react? Is it like men telling you to go somewhere and do things? Do you, do you, need, do you need to blow your nose?
1: Yeah, I do need to blow Sorry. my nose. My allergies, my claritin is not kicked in yet. Um, what do you have allergies to? It's usually when it rains, whatever it kicks up. It's like pollen, ragweed, like all that Oil. kind of shit oil all i'm from oil houston the though I. <laughs> I'm like, oh, bored that
0: would, yeah that's oil. plenty of oil um but it's not it's not that men. no it's not you men it's, all, it's,
1: it's actually it's typically women that do it really yeah
0: oh cons.
1: no the, yeah total <laughs> men don't really actually bother me that much i mean that you know if somebody like will write something sexual or whatever i'm like ah thanks I that <laughs> <you."> <laughs> like, it doesn't i don't get offended by it i just think like gives a
0: shit. Thanks.
1: Thanks. (laughs) High five. High fives to you. It is funny when you click on that. You can click on their page and you'll see it's like the picture is, you know, the guy and his wife and three little kids and he's like, I want to smell your vagina. You're like, I'm so glad you're married and a father. (laughs) I just imagine my dad doing that growing up.
0: He would have if he had Instagram. Oh God, he wouldn't have. No? No. Not yours?
1: Not my dad. He would have probably, he would have been more of the, you know, like when you're a kid and you like you walk in your dad's watching tv and it's like there's just tits on the screen he, oh wait, wait, how did those get on there i don't know <laughs> like, <laughs> what you know, is like, that skinamax or whatever <laughs> that he's flipping through and then i walk in and surprise him and he oh no i was uh, flipping just trying to figure out this goddamn remote that's like, fine no i'm not doing that <laughs> but
0: that's it he grew up in a different era if he grew up today yeah the, your era f- definitely forms you in a way and but this- I see my
1: parents were like my dad and I were like, I'm 40 years younger than my parents, or my oh. dad's no longer with us, but my, yeah, they were just older people that had kids later in life.
0: Wow. Well, they were still banging it out late in life. That's good.
1: Yeah. They were like married for, I think, like 15 years before they had my sister. Wow. Yeah. But the downside would be like, my sister and I'd go, hey, we want to go to like California, go to Disneyland, Disney, you know, ah, now we've been there a million times. It's Aww. like, you know, like, well, you just say,
0: oh. Yeah. that makes me sad. Oh. As a dad. I, l- I know I but love we love doing fun. shit with my kids.
1: Oh, we always did shit, but we were, we grew up on the water, so we had, like...
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, we always
1: went to the beach, boat, sailboat. We had all the fun stuff.
0: It's not like we were... In the Gulf? Yeah. That water? Yeah. A lot mm-hmm. of oil spills up in that motherfucker. Uh,
1: now, probably a lot more. Yeah. I don't think there were so many when I was a kid.
0: They weren't digging
1: no. offshore as much? I don't think so.
0: I went to Santa Barbara recently, and uh, right. after the, the big oil spill in the Gulf, uh, whenever I see those fucking things out in the water, I say, well, that's a ticking time bomb. Right. So that's going to fuck up eventually, and then this beautiful beach is going to have oil all over it.
1: Well, the odds of it fucking up are actually... I mean, you think about how many rigs are in the water mm-hmm. and how many spills there have actually mm-hmm. been. It's, you know, it, it's it's not the odds of... All of those things having a you know a, sp- a spill is pretty.
0: It's fairly low. But... It's fairly
1: low, and it's but it's always like human error. It's just they're not mm-hmm. hiring, and it's always BP, and I always I actually think it's always BP. They don't hire the right people. It's not always other companies.
0: Well, the last big BP oil spill, they cut corners. Like it is mm-hmm. fact yeah. that they cut corners in uh-huh. the way they constructed it because they were behind budget. But exactly the amount of wells they have versus the amount of accidents that occur and the devastation that occurs because of those accidents, that's one way of looking at it, but the other way of looking at it is when those accidents do occur, the fucking catastrophic damage is so devastating that each one of those things is a ticking time bomb, and how long have they been doing it? Well, they've only been doing those offshore oil drills for like 30 or 40 years, I think. I don't think it's been more than that.
1: I think it's been, I think it's just over 40.
0: Mm, I think so. So. To me, I look at it like nuclear power. There's only been a couple nuclear accidents. But those accidents are fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. Like, Fukushima, everybody's sort of forgotten about it. Right. But every I still check on the news on Fukushima because the the mainstream news has completely stopped paying attention to it. Right. But if you pay attention to it, if you go and search out, it's a clusterfuck over there. It's really bad. Yeah. And it's not getting any better, like anytime soon.
1: No. I grew up in the town I grew up in actually had a nuclear power plant.
0: Whoa. Yeah.
1: And really? then rigs everywhere. I mean, it was just, I'm surprised I don't have like a fucking arm growing out of my head.
0: I have a buddy who has uh, bone cancer because he grew up next to a golf course. And the, <laughs> really? Fucking golfing gives you bone cancer. No, the um, the pesticides oh, yeah. that they would use on the golf course to keep the weeds down sure. sank into the uh, wells. And so they had well water. Oh, wow. And everybody on his fucking block got cancer. Like literally everybody got cancer. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. Well, my dad, I mean, he... he died from cancer but he also worked at a chemical plant for 37 oh. years so like you can't tell me that that didn't like play into uh him getting diagnosed with cancer. 100%. You're just smelling chemicals all day long. <sighs> like there's just no way and I know all the people that he's worked with and yeah. how many people have ended up, you know, getting some fucked up kind of cancer. You're oh like, yeah. Jesus, man.
0: Oh yeah. Terrible. Do you feel like um there's a, there's a weird thing going on with uh, Instagram and social media and stuff like that, that there's this new sort of intimacy that's very difficult to navigate. That's like when I was saying that people like sort of contact you like they know you mm-hmm. or they, they reach out to you and give you suggestions like they know you. There, there, there's an intimacy that people have with people that like them or follow them that yeah. no, you didn't have to really handle 20, 30 years ago. Well. People have
1: access to. Yes. You know, you have access to them if you're so inclined, and you know, like, I'll get people because now, like with Instagram, you can direct message
0: mm-hmm. on
1: Instagram and um, Twitter. You know, do you like, read those though? Um, you know, I'll cl- sometimes I'll click and I could see what it is, uh-huh. and if it's just something I'm like, no, nah, just I've already seen it, or I, I can't sit there and accept everything because then everybody would keep.
0: Yes. You know, sending things. Um, How many uh, Instagram followers do you have?
1: Like 57,000?
0: That's a lot of fucking people if they all hit you at once. Yeah. All dick yeah, pics.
1: So I try to be...
0: <laughs> How many dick pics do you get on a daily? One or two? Not as
1: much as I should. <laughs> you know, that's what I think. I think I,
0: I'm kind of disappointed at you my like level. You deserve more.
1: Yeah, or Guess somebody what? else send me like the same dick. I'm like, I've seen that dick that's before. No, that's dick. not your dick. <laughs> Shame on you. That's
0: sad when they get a Google image dick.
1: Yeah, they're like Google image somebody else's dick. And I'm like, don't do that.
0: Guess what? After this podcast, uh-huh. they're coming.
1: i uh, Thank you, Kenny Johnson. High five.
0: They're following Send. up right now. <laughs> right just now. hear the cameras
1: clicking away. Yeah,
0: right now they're unzipping.
1: <laughs> and I don't want a filter on them <laughs> the either. No up. filters.
0: Do you prefer <laughs> semi rigid, placid?
1: I just find it entertaining that anybody would do it. I yeah. actually I can't ever say that it's different. Like for guys, like if everyone's like sending you boobs, like you're gonna be happy with boobs yeah but like i don't know any girls that are like stoked when a guy sends them a dick pic
0: it's gotta be some
1: i mean i get trust me my phone is filled with some of the nastiest shit you've ever seen like the gif right. pictures videos i i have a filthy sense of humor but i've never just gotten a picture of a dick and been like wow that i want to meet the guy attached to that like i've never felt that way
0: but you're not a hoe
1: Maybe that's it.
0: Maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe yeah. I could try
1: it and work on that.
0: But it's weird. Like, sometimes I'll, I'll get a, a photo, f- like, from someone I have no idea who they are, and mm-hmm. it's just their vagina. And I'm like, okay. And you're just like... But that's not something you would do.
3: No, right. No, See? No, well, I there you would go. never do
0: that. But you you wouldn't like find some musician that you really like and send him a picture of your <laughs> asshole. <laughs> but there's girls who do that. They're like, God hey, bless them,
1: you know. Look at this. See? <laughs> you know, they got free
0: time. They're proud. But I, I think the kind of girl that would send you a photo of her vagina it was the kind of girl who would love a dick pic. Like, all yeah, right, probably reciprocation.
1: So. I would, yeah, it, thanks, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's good manners. It's good behavior. <laughs>
0: so you give some, I, I
1: give some. Yeah, I can't say that I would ever, I mean, I would never do that. It's just not... <laughs> I, I just, the idea of me, me even doing it is hilarious to me. Like, okay, well, <laughs> let me go. Bloop. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like,
1: And then like taking a bunch to decide which one you like the most. Because right. you know it wasn't a one take vagina pick. You know? Well, it's like,
0: really bad if you get a vagina pick and it's like, that sort of frosty, foggy, Photoshop thing, filter. Oh, it looks like on, a glamour where, shot or yeah, something. Like, what the <laughs> hell? What, is, that your, is that a real vagina, or is this some anime? Did you send me that <sighs> in a
1: 1977 filter? <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is a fucking Playboy from the early 80s. You know how they have those? They have these weird images. Like, sometimes people will take pictures, and you look at the picture, and you're like, that is not even you. Fucking Dane Cook has done that a couple times. I've looked at his images. I'm like, what kind of filters are you using, buddy? Like uh, what's going on, on there? Oh, on yeah. Dan Cook's. He has yeah. a pretty uh... hilarious Instagram page for all the wrong reasons. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to <laughs> word it properly, Try but uh, up, yeah. um Yeah, you know, just <laughs> him with that his shirt on or something, and mm-hmm. then this like long paragraph of how blessed it... <laughs> 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 what is this? No. Yeah. And it's at some point I'm like, if he is really making a joke, that's amazing, but he's not.
0: Hashtag blessed. Yeah, I don't hashtag think it's, I can't even do it. It's maybe so Maybe it bad. is a joke. Maybe the entire thing has been a joke. I don't even long, follow him. I just randomly will type joke
1: in his name and really? then just because I'm like, let me see what this is. And then it never it never doesn't make me laugh.
0: It's funny every single time. I've seen some good ones. There's a lot of people that I follow like that. They just they just say ridiculous shit so I follow them for that, just hoping they're going to say something stupid.
1: I like the people that will post things like to show you how great their life is but then there but it's in a it's the humble brag kind of way Mm -hmm. like uh i remember this one girl was like trying to show that her son had like straight a's on his report card Mm -hmm. and so like the way that she was holding it was also to show that she was wearing a rolex and she had a nice (laughs) big fucking ring on but it was like perfectly in the frame that way and i thought that is amazing (laughs) that you just did that and i know exactly what you're doing Mm -hmm. but you think you're outsmarting everyone.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, so proud of my son. hashtag Love my son, and then just bling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're weird little monkeys in that regard. Yeah, I weird mean, I, little peacocking monkeys.
1: I, and in some things. It's like, I my mom is like the best at this because if my sister will send like a picture of my nephew on his first day of school, you know, everybody likes to do that first day of school lunchbox, backpack, mm-hmm. and standing in front of the front door, and my mom will will reply back because it'll be like a group email, and she'll go, oh, you need to get those fingerprints off the front door. You have fingerprints. Like, she looks past the picture to see what's behind. that. My sister's front door has glass, mm-hmm. and there's right. fucking fingerprints everywhere. Like, I kind of love that. <laughs> and if you look at everyone's picture and do that, it's pretty hysterical. Like, what's in the background? Right. I love that. It makes me laugh every time. This is
0: one of the saddest pictures I ever saw was this girl. She had her ass up in the air, and, uh, you know, she's, like, posing doggy style, and in the background in the lower left corner is a baby. It's, like, crawling around on the ground <laughs> like a little toddler. It's, like, whoa, that's dark. Like, you could see him, like, in the hallway in the lower left corner of the picture, like, Ugh,
1: God, that's, it's Oh, God, it's so, oof. like, it's disgusting. But then – I and I also, like, um, there's certain people that will post – the picture where maybe they're on the beach, okay, and they're looking out at the water, and they'll put some, like, inspirational quote, you know, something mm-hmm. that's like, you know, Jesus be, what, blah, 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 blah. All I'm going is, who the fuck took that picture? Yeah. You had to ask somebody to do that, mm-hmm. and I guarantee you, again, wasn't a first type. You know, like, it was not the first take. Like, they right. had to go, no, no, get up that rock a little more, get my jawline. <laughs> you know, like, I want to to look sharp and look, like, really smart. and yeah. I, that that's actually my favorite thing on uh, Instagram. I just like looking at people's <laughs> pictures when like what are you trying to get across to everybody
0: like Yeah, knowing knowing that people are going to see it and, and like I know what you're doing. but some people can do it and it works. like like you know who I follow that I, I legitimately enjoy is the rock.
1: I think the rock gets it too. I think yeah. that he gets he's having fun he's having fun yeah I, I, I actually I like him but too. but he's
0: inspirational. Like, he'll he'll post, like, stuff about him getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning to work out before getting to the set. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like he's bragging at all. I feel like he's inspiring people. Like, I, yeah. I li- he inspires me.
1: Yeah. Actually, that kind of stuff will get, yeah. you know, okay, yeah, get to the gym. You know, like, yeah, yeah it, it is, like, kind of a. I but, but I don't feel that he's full of shit. I've never felt no. like he was full of shit. I, even when he was fucking wrestling, yeah. he got it. He's wrestling. It's funny. Yeah. You know, he's playing a character, and— I, I
0: have always liked him. I thought he was... Uh... Well, by all accounts, he's a really great guy. Everybody that I've ever met that met him, that worked with him or mm-hmm. knew him, says he's a really nice guy. Just having fun. Have you ever met him before? Yeah, I met him a long time ago. I met him before he was The Rock. He wasn't really that famous. I met him... I was on MTV for one of those spring break things. and. Oh. <laughs> Mexico like Cancun or something like that Ugh, speaking of I just said hi to him he's just a big guy but he wasn't big like he is now yeah. he was like he looked like a regular athlete Yeah now he's just this fucking gigantic I saw him huge at something. over-muscled guy
1: Yeah it was like I I can't remember what it was maybe it was like some after Emmy par- after Golden Globe party or whatever and I saw him and he was he's a fucking wall yeah. I mean he's
0: a huge dude He's like 250 all muscle yeah. no fat just
1: completely just totally yeah. yoked, yeah
0: he's I like that's the rock thing. No. He's a nice
1: guy. He, he seems like a nice guy, but it's... If I was a chick, I'd fuck him. How about that? How about said that? I it. I said like it. it. I said it. I like it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's one of the few guys that poses in front of a private jet and it doesn't bother me. You know? Like he that takes always... Those, that's yeah, oh so good. That's, that's, that's such a... a Anytime I've been
1: on a private jet, I'm like, just, oh, I can never do it. Really? I couldn't do it. I, feel, mm. I would feel so douchey. It's
0: a douchey move, but people, Such oh, there a he is, move. there he is right there. <laughs> Look at Velvet that suit and again, see, that's someone had to take that photo. But it doesn't bother me. We own the night. Thank you, Golden Globes, for a spectacular evening. <laughs> Wheels up and Miami bound. Ballers. Said here I come, let's shoot. Ball so hard hashtag see? velvet blaze like that That's is uh, that there. is a uh, the the massive potential for douche involved in that photo is overwhelming yet it doesn't come off douchey for whatever reason four thirty three a m see that I tap and stage. a m cardio before I head to work <laughs> yes, hashtag jesus needs my cup of unleaded let's whatever. roll <laughs> yeah i mean it doesn't bother me. He's just one, he's one of those guys. He can get away with it. Oh, only 319,000 likes. It's a, what does he have, like 50 million followers or something like that? How many followers million? do you have? I don't know. Uh, I think I have like 800,000.
4: Just that video of what happens a to an Instagram account with, when you have 8 million followers and you post something. What happens? I'll show you the little video. I'll
0: it just it. explodes?
4: Yeah, it made this person's phone go crazy.
0: Oh, well, you have the fucking... Well, I have everything turned off. All yeah, right. you can't have that yeah. shit turned on. Oh, my God. That would be insane. Have you
1: ever been with somebody that has a lot of followers, and then you see their notification pop up that they had a like, yeah. or that some? Have yeah. you ever
0: been around somebody? That yeah, Doug Benson used to have that. He shut it off, but yeah, he but used it's to like, have it Why on. do you do that? Like, oh my God, look at the phone. Oh my God, that's insane! Whose phone is it? Oh my God, that is insane! It's
4: like a soccer account, so just like some soccer, soccer sports memes kind of thing. Oh
0: my Whoa. God, that is fucking insane! He's waiting for the phone to just—it's <laughs> like a waterfall. It'd be a great way to test the battery. I bet that battery life is just shrinking. Just watching it at the top just yeah, like a gigantic V8 engine when you stomp on the gas. God, that
1: is insane.
0: That is amazing. Wow. Rich kids of China. Did you see that? Uh, well, any rich people, Instagram, like rich kids of Dubai, like those those things are hilarious.
1: Oh, God, that's amazing.
0: <sighs> we live no, in strange I, times. I cannot
1: have the the notification thing. I just don't, I don't know, I don't care enough, I guess. Maybe I should.
0: Well, it's just not smart. Yeah. Your phone was constantly. I mean, my phone. If it, if you text me, I assume I like you and I want to talk to you. Right. And that's what essentially it is. is someone's right. reaching out and contacting you, and I have to always. But I don't be...
1: even keep that. I don't keep a notification even for a text. You don't. No. Cause doesn't it,
0: buzz. Your phone doesn't buzz if someone texts you. I have
1: everything turned off. So because I don't like being rude when I'm in front of like, bling, oh. bing, you know, like. Oh right, I'll get right. to it when it's if if it was an emergency, you know, like.
0: I don't they think would I call could, you or something. Yeah. Huh. Well, yeah. everybody must know then. You you can't text Jenny and have her text you right back.
1: Well, I feel like, you know, like if you're at dinner with your friends or something and people, there's that friend that just won't put the fucking phone down.
0: That's rude. Yeah. Well,
1: so I just, I so with anything I'm doing, I always try to keep my phone.
0: You ever see uh, Anthony Bourdain's show, uh, Parts Unknown?
1: Uh, Actually, I I caught part
0: of it the other night great fucking show But anyway, he has these friends that he turned me on to that are in Montreal. They own this restaurant called Joe beef uh, (laughs) And it's fucking fantastic I mean it is one of the greatest restaurants in the history of the world and they did this episode with these guys where they were on They they went ice fishing Mm -hmm. and they set up this ice fish because they're in Montreal, right? So it's cold as fuck so they set up this shack on a lake and inside it. They had like a full gourmet meal They set up like the whole deal like beautiful table Class, great food and whole deal, and they were talking about like how do you set up? Like what do you what do you what do you have rules when you go to dinner? And he was like, rule number one: I shut my phone off because I'm I'm a you know I want to have a good conversation. Right. I want to be a good dinner guest. Right. I want to be someone who who's am like how, how many people do that? How many people shut their phone off? Just shut your fucking phone off. Yeah, very few. Yeah. How many times few. you go to a restaurant and you see people just staring at her phone when another person's over there staring at their phone? Right. Like, Jesus. It's
1: like, oh, they're in love. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, they're or they're texting when you see the each whole fa- other. <laughs> the family of
1: four and the kids have even have headphones on and they're just staring and yeah. you're like your communication skills are going to suck ass yeah. when you're older because no one's talking to you. You don't want to talk to them. No one's forcing
0: you to. Well, I have a, a folder on my phone that's mm-hmm. all for my kids. My kids, their little fingerprints open my phone up, uh-huh. and they'll, like, if I if I leave my phone around, they grab it because they think it's fun to How set your they? fingerprint, five and seven, okay. the little ones. Yeah. And so uh, they'll go to the folder, and if I, don't let them, if I don't let them play with the phone, I'm like, no, 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 come on, let's just have a conversation. Oh! Mm-hmm. What? Come on. Yeah. Can, we just pl- can I just play with your phone? Like, no, you can't. Yeah. Can I play with your phone? No, I just said you can't. Yeah. Can I please play with your phone? No, you can't play with the phone. Let's yeah. just hang out and talk. But oh. hanging when that hovers over your head as an option to talking to your parents, mm-hmm. it's so attractive mm-hmm. that they just can't. Well, can I play with your phone now? No, yeah. you just asked 30 seconds ago, you little fuck. Come on. <laughs> I don't say that, but
1: but it I is. I mean, like well, I like I saw kids actually walking, like just a group of kids uh, where my uh, where the gym is that I work out at, it, where like Fairfax High School is. Mm-hmm. So I go to this little boxing gym, and there's an alleyway where the kids will walk. And so like when you're in there, you can watch them walking after school, and every single one is just buried in their phone. Yeah. They don't look
0: up. They're just. Some lady walked right into me at the airport the other day. Just on her phone. I just stood, I stood, like, I was like, is she going to walk right into me? Bam! Like, just wasn't even looking. Just hoping that people would just get out of her way. I was like, this is hilarious. This lady's just walking forward just... while texting. Yeah. All I did was stop. I was like, okay, uh, what's going on here? Like, Boom! she can't just, like, go to the side no. and... Just, how do you walk and text I in have a no crowded idea. place I at an fall... airport?
1: Yeah, and plus there's fucking chairs, like, everywhere. Yeah, have a seat, bitch. Yeah, have a Relax. seat at one of the gates.
0: Well, how many times you've been on the road and you watch someone swerving and you go, "This fucker's texting." I know it. You pull up beside them and you see the light of their phone illuminating their right. face. There... Or,
1: or when uh, it's like you're at a red light, light turns green and they're still sitting there yep. because they're.
0: Yeah.
1: And somebody has to honk, and then.
0: Well, it's, again, I think these things go back to what I was talking about earlier—that media, I think, is too compelling for our, our yeah. natural response systems our natural instincts and reward systems that are in place for people like this is just, like too much going on on there it's too fun it's too look peek in there Woo. yeah you know? like, but I mean, have you ever
1: got like where you were on a long flight and there was like no wi-fi or whatever and you couldn't wait to play with your phone mm. you know like you get sometimes yeah. like a five-hour flight you land and then when you're finally like in a chair and you're comfortable you're like you check my email
0: <laughs> well so- when you go to australia 16 hours with oh, no email. Brutal.
1: Right. <sighs> Anything
0: can happen. Well, you know about that lady that texted that joke about AIDS? She <laughs> yes. Well, that was what we were talking about when we were talking about you. This she woman who did it was like one of those people that yeah. would do that. She would text funny shit. Right. Like, and, you know, controversial, try to be funny and try right. to be rude. And she texts this joke about I'm going to Africa. Hope I don't get AIDS. Just kidding. I'm white. LOL.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which I read and I thought I it was laughed. funny. Yeah, I laughed. I but mean, she's fucked. I mean, oh yeah, she, they, I mean, she got shit canned. Yeah, that she they, got shit
0: canned, and now she works for one of those, uh, like, sort of like DraftKings, one of those kind of companies. Oh, well, they're and about to get shit canned. She's involved in another them. company. Yeah. Why are they getting shit canned? I don't. Know I stuff. think
1: they they got too greedy with their commercials. Oh really? You know, because everybody that did fantasy football and shit like that were. You know, all the cool dudes that gotta go to Hooters on Saturday morning to draft my team, right. you know, that kind of thing. And I think that it just got too, like, in your face. Like, yeah, we're gambling. We don't give a shit. Here's our ad for it. Like, you, you can't do that.
0: But just, it should be legal. It should trust be Trust me, it should totally legal. be
1: legal. But the reason they're in trouble, I think, is they got too greedy.
0: Is that why they're in trouble? Jamie, you know about all that stuff. I think You're it is why fantasy. they're in trouble, right? Is that why they're in trouble?
4: So, sort of. They're, sort of. They're being, uh, from what I understand, they're, they're being a little bit deceptive in what's actually going on. Uh, some people that have, only like, from what I've read, 1% of the people that actually play are winning like 99% of the money.
0: Smart ones, like yeah. the rest of the world.
4: <laughs> they have some algorithms. They used to be professional poker players online. Oh. Uh, they've all moved
0: into this world, sort of. Oh, so they've figured out how mm. to do it with math. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Uh, it's all math. It's Excel programs. I would not be able to do that. Well, I used to have this sponsor called Lumosity. And Lumosity is, like, their brain games, and they're supposed to, like, increase your IQ. They're kind of interesting. They're supposed oh, okay. to increase you. The there are games that you play that can actually accelerate learning or help you learn or make your brain work better. Yeah, there's well, some that are, just... like,
1: threes. There's, like, some number games that yeah. are supposed to help you. Chess.
0: Chess, Chess helps your brain. Yeah. Well, these people got greedy with their claims, and now they're fucked. And they, got, they just had a judgment against them for, like, millions of dollars they oh, had to pay shit. back. Yeah. Because they were saying shit like it could... I guess they had alluded to the idea that it would help stave off early Alzheimer's.
1: Yeah, I I had read something about that because there was different games and there was something that was... Like if you're driving somewhere and there was a thing like... Drive with oven mitts on, or you know, what? Yeah, like it was like do something different. Like, you always go to the grocery store, you go on this aisle, start on, start in the middle. Like, you know, it's so as people get older, they, as you get older, you really get set in your ways. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, to go this way to this place, go the other way.
0: Oh, how fucked up,
1: but something to just kind of jar your brain, you know, like to make you. Oh, okay. Now I have to think, because usually you, after a while you're just a robot. Just, yeah, you're doing exactly the same damn thing, and go Especially to a different you... grocery store. Got to yeah, you know, like that kind of thing. And which I loved. My mom's. I told her about this, and she goes, "Oh, well, okay. Well, tell me." And I said, "Well, like when you go to the grocery store," I said. Um, go a different route. Take, you know, take the 7th Street and go around. Well, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, when you go, the, I said, but when you go in, you always start at produce. I said, go start at the bread aisle. And the other said, well, that's just stupid. I'm not doing that. I was like, well, I'll, fine. I'll see you in the nursing home. I don't know what to
0: <laughs> <laughs> Trying to help you. Jesus. People are, it's weird that people have that thing where like patterns or, or they, they actually sort of, like, limit the possibilities that your brain has to consider. So your brain sort of atrophies. Yeah. Almost like, you know, like, not lifting weights or not exercising or something along those lines.
1: Yeah. Like, I mean, like, I have to go exercise. Like, that helps me. Like, mm-hmm. it makes me...
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that Definitely. helps. That
1: helps a lot. But do you
0: do that before shows? Do you find that like if you have a, an important show that exercising sort of leads? Oh, yeah,
1: I try to do. Fuck yeah. for
0: me, it's cardio, like hard cardio. Uh-huh. I'll do like elliptical machine or something like that for like a half an hour before a show. I've, it's so I feel so much better. It's yeah, almost, it's almost like I know it doesn't work that way, but it's almost like I got to clean out my brain pipes. Like I'm just flushing the system with oh, yeah. blood. I know it doesn't really no, work. No, but that it's way, like
1: but... I actually think it does because have you ever had a show where you know you got got somewhere and you're like, okay, I have to I have to take a nap because mm-hmm. I've you've been going going. Yeah. You take a nap, you wake up to go to the show, mm-hmm. and I'm mush. Like I just, you know, I've just woken up. Right. Like right, I just don't right. feel as sharp. Yeah. As if I, you know, when Exercise. I go I'll work out and then I'm just going. I'm like i'm ready to go then
0: yeah i don't know exo- know exactly what the mechanisms are that are going on inside the mind when you're exercising but there's something that the mind gets exercised too as well as the body because your mind has to move the body yeah like you you think of exercise being a, a non-mental thing because yeah. oh you're just a meathead just fucking working out lifting weights but there's something that's going on while your brain is forcing your body to do these movements. You're, you're exercising willpower, you're exercising like determination and focus. There's all these things that are going on yeah. that I think accentuate intellectual pursuits. Yeah. If that makes any sense.
1: No, it does. I mean, like I, I, I go to this boxing gym and I don't actually spar with people, but it's just one-on-one being my trainer, but he'll, you know, pads on his hands and mm-hmm. he, I have to do, combinations right and i have to so i have to think and i know when i start getting really tired and i need to get a drink of water like i'll start forgetting right i can watch myself be fresh and then i'm like oh whoa whoa, whoa, yeah you told me to weave okay hang on <laughs> you know then go, <clears throat> go back at it again let me get a drink of water but it, it i like it because it makes me think while i'm doing something right i still have to concentrate on exactly you know whatever it is i'm doing so there is something to it i, I agree with that
0: yeah, extra, any any sort of exercise that you have to think about things. Like they say handball is really good for the mind. Really? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Racquetball, handball, things along those lines. So that ball's coming. You don't know where it's going. You you have to really anticipate would tennis what's happening. Be the same thing or yeah, I would imagine tennis would be the same thing. Like because your your is hand-eye coordination involved yeah. with fast motion calculations, the spin of the ball, the ball's bouncing. Here it goes. Yeah, like, there's, there's a lot of different things you have to sort of trick your mind into getting engaged with.
1: Yeah. No, I agree with that. I mean, it's. I don't know. I like I. I don't know like what causes Alzheimer's. Like what what's the cause of it? Is it just?
0: I think it's a genetic issue. Is it? I believe so. But I, 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 I would, believe um, it's uh, the people have a genetic propensity for it.
1: But I wonder if people that just do, like when people get old and they're just in the recliner all fucking day long and that's yeah. uh, watching the same shit, like you're not challenging yourself ever.
0: Yeah. I what?
1: wonder if that factors in
0: at all. I think it certainly could factor in. But people that have it, it is a disease. Mm-hmm. Um, people that I know, uh, I have a friend whose girlfriend's dad has it mm-hmm. and they have to go visit and it's just, he's just barely there. He's yeah. just. He's completely out of it. And he, it was an interesting um, podcast, I think it was Radiolab, where they are talking about they were trying to repopulate the whooping crane. The whooping crane was like in danger of extinction. Uh-huh. And one of the things that they had done was they had tried to come up with new uh, migration paths for these animals.
1: Oh, I think I read something about mm.
0: that. Well, this lady had uh, bird feeders in her yard. Uh-huh. And these whooping cranes had come to her yard to use the bird feeders. And, you know, they were setting up these bird feeders and you know, interacting with them. And the scientists that had spent so much money and so much time trying to engage these whooping cranes into forming these new migration paths were trying to get her to stop doing it. Trying to get her to stop feeding the birds mm-hmm. because these birds, they they don't want them, they want them to be wild. They don't want them to rely on people and right. also... Because these patterns were predictable, people would find them, and the people, some people were shooting the whooping cranes and shit. They had lost a few of them, and they had spent Jeez. fucking ungodly amounts of money trying to repopulate right. these birds. But her husband had Alzheimer's, like real bad, mm-hmm. and the only thing that would get him excited was birds. Mm-hmm. So he would be out there with her, and he would see the birds. He would, oh, look, look, there he is right there. Right. And she said, like, for that brief moment while these birds were there, he would be back and she'd be able to engage him and talk to him yeah but when the birds were gone he just drifted away right back and he was gone and so she was like fuck you yeah i'm hanging out with my husband with the birds (laughs)
1: it was weird you know that's pretty yeah it's actually kind of incredible i mean i remember like when my dad like before he died this real fun story but my my mom was like you know just they were frustrated with each other you know he's just riddled with cancer she's trying to help he's pissed you know and they never fought they never like ever so I, it was weird to see them that way but then if somebody came that he didn't know he would come back like it was like you're a new person it's wow. not the same shit you know like as soon as somebody brand new came in like if it was a nurse or somebody that he didn't know i would watch him just immediately come back you know like i don't know if he was trying to Be more hospitable or if it was like what it was but just you would watch him just like it could just switch and he would be nice well i think
0: novelty new things new new experiences new places all those things stimulate areas of our brain that we kind of take for granted yeah like i like doing things that i suck at that's one of the things that i really like doing i like doing things that i'm I'm not good at i'm I'm new at them yeah and because because i'm new at them i get obsessed with it like
1: you want to be good at it, like Are yeah, you, like, you? But you're probably competitive.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. to a, a fault. Right. Of issues. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but no, I haven't. Like, <laughs> like I'm, so, I'll be sweating at a board game or something. Like just. Yeah.
0: Win. Well, yeah. i was real bad when I was young. I'm way better at it now. Way better because now I understand what it is. Back then, I just, I just would be overwhelmed by the demon.
1: Yeah.
4: And
0: I would just, I just needed to win. You know, <laughs> find a way to win. Right. But um, just new things, like even things that aren't comp- like Well, I guess archery can be competitive, but I just do it like sort of as practice. But I'm obsessed with it. I, I fucking, it's just w- because I suck at it for whatever reason. Like when I'm practicing, it just becomes my entire focus. And these new things like that, like yoga is another thing. I, I fucking suck at it. But I, tried yoga I, I once. love doing it. I can't do it. How come you can't do it? I'm you only very, tried it once. I'm not flexible. Oh, well, that's because you got to stretch. What the fuck kind of I know, logic is that? I know. But I sucked <laughs> at like it. That's like saying, yeah, well, I tried playing football, but I'm not good at it. Well, I tried also, once. I like
1: to move around a lot more.
0: Oh, okay. So that's why
1: yoga really wasn't. I like feeling like I'm doing I like to go jog. I like to, mm-hmm. you know, like, that's not enough moving about for me.
0: Yeah. Well, that's part of the whole practice of it is right. practice being still and yeah. holding, holding poses. <laughs> my point my point is I'm not good at it but so I'm obsessed with it. Right. So when I do it I just it just becomes like this overwhelming thing for me where I concentrate on it all the time and I'll do it a couple of days a week and for the other days that I'm not doing it I'm thinking about it a lot of time.
1: That's interesting. Mm. I think that's why like uh, stand up does that for me. Oh yeah. Stand up really does that for me because I get I always get a little nervous before I go you know like you mm-hmm. And if it works, you know, and if it doesn't, you figure out what joke didn't work, why it did, you know, should I scrap it? Should I change it? Should right. I? But I, I, that's one thing I really love about stand up is it does like jar me, you know, it makes me like, you know, like how you feel when you get off stage and you're like all psyched up and shit. Like I love that feeling of being nervous and, you know, on stage and, that always is very, like, rewarding to
0: me. Well, stand-up is one of the few things that's still challenging in that way all these years later, 26-plus years later for me. But it's also because I write new stuff. Yeah. That's the key. Is Practicing new material. Yeah. That's always, yeah. Having new material, constantly writing. If you don't do that, then you get trapped yeah and if you get trapped with an act like we all know those older comics that have been around for 50 fucking years or right. whatever and they have that act where they're doing like reagan impressions right. and small tissues <laughs> yeah, I've got one. claritin powerful I know. claritin
1: it, it, it hasn't kicked in yet
0: mm. i took it on the way here are you allergic you to anything t- else cats dogs cheese milk nothing no just shit Wheat. flying through the air you don't even know what it is huh
1: no i know it's like uh paul every time it rains
0: that's when it happens. So it's whatever's kicked up, like ragweed, pollen. Uh, is it seasonal like times of year? Yeah. Yeah. Did you get it in Houston as well? Mm-hmm. Huh.
1: Just different times of year in Houston. It's what? different out here. I've actually had it worse out here, which is weird. That is weird. Yeah. I don't know if it's the climate. Like, I was in a really humid yeah. climate. I don't know if there's just something else maybe that I'm allergic to that I don't know. But Houston? I've noticed that because my eyes get a little burn, you know, and I'll get like that... You know, they're just real red. I could feel like everything's draining.
0: That's interesting because a lot of people move to, like, dry desert climates I like know. Arizona <laughs> to try to avoid.
1: It, believe me, I know. It's weird.
0: That I don't know weird. what it is, but
1: it's been worse since I've been in L.A. So
0: Houston in the summer is one of the most bizarre environments. Oh, it's fucking brutal. <laughs> it's just you're just breathing water. Yeah, everything's
1: just—it's wet. Yeah, yeah. Everything. You feel like you
0: could drain your lungs. It'll be like a
1: hundred degrees and a hundred percent humidity. Yeah, it's just it's the insane. windows outside. You walk up you're wearing sunglasses, they fog up and everything. Yeah,
0: your your sunglasses fog up. Your your clothes instantly stick to you. Like yeah, like everything. Your, your t-shirts
1: will start feeling a yeah. little flimsy. Like yeah. if you had one of those like stiff, you know, t-shirts, all of a sudden it's real flimsy on you. Wet, <laughs> like,
0: just so stuck gross. to you. Yeah, but it's really good for your skin. Is it? Yeah. Chicks stay young looking for a long time out there.
1: Yeah, yeah it doesn't earn a while, Stay moist.
0: i no, I'm just <laughs> Stay <Everything>. moist. Facially. <laughs> Skin-wise. <laughs> I don't mean the other way. Moist Maybe facially do that doesn't too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your, your skin, your facial skin s- stays moist. Does that make sense? Am I lying? Am I making things up? I, okay? I use lotion. Yeah, well, that helps, too. Yeah. That's a good move. Yeah, I do that. But I think that uh, the environment, like the dry air environment, is bad for your skin.
1: I th- oh it definitely is because I know, like, when it, those moments during the summertime out here when it's just fucking that just gnarly heat that it, that desert heat. That Hair really, dryer heat. Oh my God. And it's like, yeah. my skin is like drinking the lotion that I yeah. put on it. It's like, how have my skin already like dried out again? You know, like you're just sitting there, just, it's pretty, pretty not fun. But I like it out here better.
0: What do you like it out here? But more open minded, more?
1: Uh, no, there's just more to do. Oh. You know? I like doing all the stand-up stuff and writing, and it's different because I moved out here. Yeah, career-wise, so I love my career, so that makes it, you know. And plus, the weather's usually always nice out here. I I like the beaches. I like to to surf. I like to,
0: you know, it's fun. There's two things I don't like out here. One, the overpopulation. Yeah. It's ridiculously overcrowded. The traffic sucks. Traffic sucks, that stuff. And two, there's—go ahead. She's, she's tucking away.
1: <laughs> no, I'm just like throwing all my fucking tissues in. It's really impressive. I the, um,
0: the other thing is there's this disingenuous aspect of the entertainment industry. There's this shallow, weird sort of actor-y thing that I think is a product of people having to audition. So you're constantly having to get people to like you. So you put on this sort of fake behavior Yeah, and then you become a part of whatever click or whatever Pattern that you think is like in the vogue and popular. You know, like how many people called Caitlyn Jenner a hero? And, you know, like it's where, you know, you're in. You're in with the right, the right, right sensibilities, the yeah. right, you know. Everyone like, likes you. Yeah. Even I mean, though
1: in your head you could be like, what
0: the fuck? Coney 2012. I mean, there was like this fucking <laughs> 20, 2012. 20 2012 where everybody fucking jumped on board. I'm like, do you even know what the fuck you have a bumper sticker for? Do you know do that you... I
1: still hashtag that? Coney
0: 2012? But do I'll you? do it on sure something goof? that
1: makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> It's just a horrible <laughs> dick joke, and then I always put Coney 2012. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna let it die. I'm just gonna keep you it. You shouldn't. Like, I want it to stay relevant. Coney 2012.
0: That's one of my favorite all-time human folly stories because the guy who started that whole movement that meltdown complete... he had. Oh, it was amazing.
1: Oh, it That's was amazing. so good. That was a true. That was a true meltdown. Yeah. Well,
0: like... I think he was probably completely <laughs> insane before he started. Absolutely. And then the pressure of the success of the movement. Like somehow or another, this guy got celebrities and all these world famous right. people were on board because it became the the cause du jour. You know, right. it, it was the thing.
1: Yeah, and it it was the flavor of the month. I mean, he like, how long did it last? So I, I'm trying to think. Like, quite a while. Six months, maybe. Six. OK. Something but, like that. But it was amazing. Yeah. Every celebrity was on board wearing their T-shirt.
0: Mm hmm. Coney 2012. I like, saw so many bumper stickers. Oh, my God. One day, jerking off in front of people, running around the street with your pants down, screaming. He was completely
1: naked, just yeah. screaming <laughs> on the corner. And I was like, Coney 2012, don't forget. It's over. Don't forget, blessed.
0: <laughs> Hashtag blessed. And it ended. It ended. Like that. That was it. Like that. That's all it took.
1: It was like people talked a little bit about the meltdown, and mm. then it was like something else happened. We never heard Like, who knows what that guy is doing right now?
0: But to me, that embodies the disingenuous aspect of a lot of the Hollywood, like, activism-type behavior. It's like, I don't necessarily think they're really interested in the activism as much as they're interested in people thinking they're interested in the activism. They're trying to put together a package— you know, and that package is how you look, how you dress, how you act, mm-hmm. how you behave. And you have to have liberal sensibilities because you mm-hmm. want to be fucking cast. So mm-hmm. you have to you have to connect with these people that are the casting agents. You can't have you know, you can't be outrageous in in, in any way that's non- You can't be a Republican. Oh no.
1: If you say you're a, a Republican, like who's it that says is Rob Schneider or somebody said he was a Re- republican? Is he? I think he said it but it was just like well, he's
0: a fucking vaccine denier and he's got it, a lot of weird shit going right on with him. but it's
1: like if you that's not liberal you know like yeah well i guess the vaccine den- that
0: there's a of lot does. of vaccine deniers are yeah liberal.
1: but it's it's such a weird thing that if you do something that's not the norm out here everyone just treats you like a bag of shit and you're yep. like
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: i don't feel like i don't have that problem because i'm not an actor right i'm a writer and i do stand up but also i don't know if it's because i moved out here i'm 37. So I didn't move out here at 19, starry-eyed, with five roommates and efficiency. Right. you know? like yeah. I super you know, vulnerable to right. other ideas. I'm like, no, I've been working, I have a stock portfolio, I bought a yeah. house. Like I, <laughs> I was, so I didn't really yeah. give a shit the way that, I think that if you come out here so early, mm-hmm. you're totally affected by it.
0: Yeah, well I've met a lot of people that were really young when they came out here, and I met them young when they were out here. Like I did a, a show once back in the day with this guy who was an actor, and he was like 22, and he was this handsome guy, and he was trying so hard to fucking be the that guy, right? You know, and we were talking about, do you remember that Jack Nicholson movie with um, Helen Hunt? I think it's called As Good As It Gets. Yeah, 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 yeah. I fucking hated that movie. Right. I hated that movie with every fiber of my being. And one of the reasons why I hated it, because I felt sad that this woman, who's a single mom, right. and she seemed really nice, and Jack Nicholson's a piece of shit, and he's yeah. an asshole, and she's stuck with him, and right. like, this is as good as you get. Yeah. Like, that was the whole idea of it. And then there's this fucking ridiculous idea that he was racist because he needed medication. So they gave him medication, he stopped being racist. Like, what the fuck kind of movie is? Like, yeah. this is gross. And so he and I were having this conversation because it was the movie that everybody enjoyed. Oh, everyone did. Every, she wanted fucking? It. it was amazing. Yeah, she wanted an Oscar for it, I think. So he and I were having this conversation. He was doing that thing that they do where if it is something that everybody likes, he likes it. And, uh, and I go, I fucking hated that movie. And he's like, Why? He goes, it was an amazing movie. I go, it was amazing? I go, it was ama- What the fuck? And she's this poor woman who has yeah. this kid, and he's this old cunt, and she's stuck with him. Right. And he Because goes, she well, can't I
1: get anybody any better, so she'd rather her sickly kid be around that yeah. creepy dude with sunglasses on yeah. the doors. Like.
0: What? Yeah. So he goes, actually, I thought he had a lot to offer her. I go, What? what did you just say? He had a lot to offer. What? But breathing—he's breathing around her. Like, he had what? money, and she didn't. What does that mean? A it was lot... even
1: worse. Like it was, uh, the whole—yeah—the the purpose of that movie was disgusting.
0: But when I had this conversation with him about it, it became clear really early on when I started chipping away at it. Like, what? Okay, what was it that got you about the movie? Where? It, what? What? What got? Well, what got him is that everybody was saying they liked it. Right. Everybody said they liked it, so yeah. he wanted to say he liked it. So he and was he's just
1: racking his brain for what was yeah. that. One thing that person said about it
0: he's an interesting case because he he got real real hot real quick, like people were really into him, but then they found out he was kind of dumb and it just drifted away. It just ended well, so I, did, I
1: thought that was okay in Hollywood.
0: you can only be so dumb oh, he was real he was fucking super dumb. dumb there's a lot of people that they get like a little bit of juice in the beginning and they're like whoa this is, it's really starting yeah, to happen, right. so he's not, and then the juice cuts off, sure. And then some new one with maybe better cheeks or something. Right.
1: I mean, everybody has their moments of getting hot and then mm-hmm. cold. And, you know, you have to hope if you get cold, you get hot. You know, yeah. it's. Yeah, but. Yeah. Uh, it, it's really fucking stupid. I don't know. Like during that whole Chris Brown thing, that's mm-hmm. like, my only like example. So, of course, I was getting invited to be on shows and talk about it and i declined everything i was like no, no i'm not
0: well, good for you i
1: was like absolutely not I the not, chris I...
0: brown thing we talked about it before the podcast yeah. but if people don't know um chris brown obviously was in trouble because he beat up rihanna and that <laughs> whole thing and you know the domestic violence issue right. and, and you had tweeted something at him what did you tweet well it was <laughs> <laughs> like my lowest form
1: of comedy writing is the celebrity retweet it's because i can't think of anything else right And I'll just go to my favorite targets like him or Kim Kardashian. And I only make fun of when they write something stupid. I never, I never, ever, like, I've never talked about somebody's looks, their weight, their, you know, like, it's just when something dumb. And with his, you know, what he did, he's a horrible person. And he had showed no signs of remorse. Like, he kept doing shit, you know, through a chair through the window in Good Morning America when Robin Roberts interviewed him.
0: Yeah, well, they I mean, kept like, asking him about it, and apparently they had made some sort of an agreement where they weren't going to bring up right. the domestic violence. Like, I'm here to talk about my album,
1: right? Yeah, but like, the well, whole thing is, it's like how he channeled his rage, you know, yeah. throwing a chair through a fucking window. Really, like you yeah. couldn't. So I was it's a bored. child. <laughs> so I was bored, and he had tweeted something like, um, "Man, I look old as fuck, and I'm only 23." And so I retweeted it, and I was like, "I know, being a worthless piece of shit can really age a person." <laughs> I thought it was funny and then all of a sudden like I look at my replies on my phone and it was like pfft, it looked look like that those waterfall of just like all of a sudden it was like a thousand, two thousand I'm like, holy shit. Whoops, like what did I do? And then I realized he was coming back.
0: Oh it, like
1: gotcha. you know, telling me to suck his dick. I'm like, mm. Oh, your mother must be so like I just I played with him. Like right. it was a Sunday, <laughs> I was bored and like next thing I know is like he deleted his entire Twitter account. And I'm
0: like Wow. That's well, not what he, I meant to do. It. Didn't he say he wanted to shit in your mouth, too? <laughs>
1: shart in my eye.
0: Your eye? Shart? My retina, to be. Your, well, I, how is he so specific? I don't know. How, I think how, he was trying he to sound laser smart. laser beam accuracy does he have with his Yeah, sharting. retina's
1: <laughs> even in the back of the eye. It's not in the front. Like, he didn't even... I think he was just trying to sound smart. And I,
0: I mean, like I was just... on your retina. <laughs>
1: I was just laughing away, and I, like... Tch, he said, like, ask Rihanna if she mad. I'm like...
0: Ask Rihanna if she mad. Hmm.
1: So, like, I tweeted back, and then I linked his police report to that tweet.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's (laughs) hilarious. Which
1: I thought was funny. And we went back and forth for a while, and then he deleted his account, and that's when it became a a thing.
0: Did he put it back up? Is his account back?
1: Yeah, it was only, like, down for, like, a couple weeks or something like that.
0: Do you delete your account when you put it back? Do you get all your followers back, or do you have to start from scratch? No, you
1: have to start from scratch. (sighs) But uh, he has the most insane loyal group of idiots that follow him. Just misspelled death threats <laughs> all day long is what I got. It was just misspelled death threats. And I was like, well, you know, whoops. But then the next day I was like, my uh, manager, like, I love the call that I got. She's like, Jenny, um, what did you do? Because I have a lot of messages here. And I was like, yeah, no, my bad. Um, just <laughs> my tell, bad. I was like, just tell them all no. And she's like, okay. And she goes, are you sure you don't want? I've got good ones, a view, Larry King. I was like, no. Nope. The
0: view is a good one. How hilarious well, She that? was laughing
1: like she was totally not oh. promoting this. And she's like, got some good ones I want you to be on. We got Larry King. We got the view. and I was like, no, 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 no. I don't want to do for any you. of it. Because I didn't want to. That's not was my intention. Right. It was just so happened that something that I thought he wasn't going to take right. and get pissed about like that ended up being something. And it wasn't how I wanted to make my yeah self-known you know and i just at that point i already had like you know over 300,000 followers it wasn't like i didn't mm-hmm. i was just starting out and i was trying to get fame or something off of it but no you it was were
0: just, doing what you do i yeah. was
1: doing what i do and it went somewhere that i did not expect <laughs> it to go it
0: went <laughs> the glorious place yeah
1: and i was like ah uh, yeah no i don't want to do that and i think about it like I wonder if people would – somebody said something one time, did that bother you that that was when you were really hot? Mm -hmm. I was like, no, that is not when I was hot. Maybe to you. To me, that was like the low. (laughs) That was me like dipping – You know, no, it was not my finest hour. I was not proud of that moment at all. I don't regret it, but I don't – I'm certainly not going to go sit on a show and talk about how wonderful I am. It's like, no, I – Look at what I wrote. I called him, like, a fucking ignorant fuck. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> like, what do you think? I'm not Rosa Parks or something. You're like some hero. I was like, no, he's a piece of shit. And I was just, I like acknowledging that.
0: Yeah. That's it. I wish I knew what happened with them. I know he beat her. And I know you should never beat, you shouldn't beat anybody. You definitely shouldn't beat someone you love. You definitely right. shouldn't beat a girl if you're a guy. Yeah. But I want to know what she did. You know, she might have punched him in the face too and he punched her back or well i mean the knows. whole police
1: report is like you know which he he actually acknowledged it all was she took his phone and there was another chick
3: texting oh. and she was
1: like what the fu-, you know right. but they're driving and then he punched her in the mouth and then oh. just kept punching her like driving around it was like a 30-minute torture session like
0: what yeah really? like he
1: be- you know beat her head into like it's in and miss whatever her actual last name is and her mouth filled with blood a tooth chipped uh, oh. so you know, she they- didn't hit him at all no, she didn't hit him at all. She kept trying to get out of the car oh, and God. but then they break up, of course, he has got a restraining order, and then when that ended, she got back together with him.
0: probably gives him good dick
1: I guess so gives I out mean that good dick. I guess so maybe
0: she I don't know maybe she forgave him i shouldn't maybe she shouldn't have been fucking with his phone.
1: Maybe she should have kept her hands where they belong. Mm-hmm. not on his phone, your
0: phone, your, Is phone that your phone <laughs> On <in> your phone. <laughs>
1: Well, that was such a like. I mean, it was such an. You know, when I started getting all of, them, I'm like, oh my god, my mom is gonna like read the shit that I write. <laughs> like I was more just going, oh jeez. Imagine
0: if you that was your daughter. And that guy was hitting your daughter.
1: And then just oh, I'm getting mm. back together with him.
0: Yeah. Ugh. Oh, I just. Who knows? Garbage man. Who knows what the fuck they're really like or what she's really like? She's obviously a little crazy too.
1: Yeah, I mean, she'd have to be like a little.
0: Yeah. But I think people that are that talented are just fucking crazy anyway. Him, I think you know him I get, or her,
1: who's talented?
0: Her. She's very talented. Her well, voice she is incredible. Sing. Yeah.
1: But a lot of people can sing.
0: You don't think she's talented?
1: Well, it's just because I think she's,
0: she's dumb so, for getting back together right. with them. You
1: know, like I, I have a hard time getting past that. I don't, but I don't even listen to any music anyway. I'm like <laughs> such an old person driving around listening to lithium.
0: <laughs> <Am I> serious? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious? That's what you listen to? What do you listen to? Like what's, what's your kind of music?
1: I'm not kidding you. That's probably it. I listened to that 80s, 90s. Do you first wave?
0: You're I a Nirvana like my fan? You're a Nirvana fan?
1: Uh, I like Nirvana already. Did you see
0: Soaked in Bleach?
1: I did. I didn't really care for it.
0: What did you think about it? I didn't like it. The movie? The <laughs> documentary that thinks that Courtney Love had a part in Kurt yeah, Cobain's I mean, death?
1: I've seen how many documentaries are there about him?
0: There's a few. There's a lot. There's the... Uh, There's some real shitty ones that the didn't. HBO get, one, right? Yeah. The montage of heck that I didn't see.
1: But the the reenactment
0: crap that was terrible. that's yeah.
1: i I was out, I couldn't finish it actually, because yeah. I'm like, I can't watch bad acting, like I thought it was a documentary, right, and if I'm watching actors pretend to be and it's somebody else's version of mm-hmm. it, you know it it felt yeah, I was like, no no I don't
0: yeah, have it. I agree with you in that sense, but I don't think they had rights to anything else, I think she owns the rights to Kurt, you yeah. know, so like I don't think they could do anything else if they wanted to show that movie and and depict those stories and how you just not do it well i think then they
1: just write a book the the
0: problem is people won't read books and another problem is if you want people to pay attention you would have to listen to her actual voice saying a bunch of crazy shit which is in that documentary when you hear her actual voice lying about like having a drug overdose and making these publicity stunts and lying to him about where she found the suicide note Uh or, you know, when she says she found it under the bed or under the pillows. And he's like, well, here's the problem with that. I checked under the pillows. We checked under all the pillows. We checked under everything. We scoured that room. And she's like, you know, I swear it was there. Like what? Like when you hear that, yeah, and then when you see the actual physical evidence of her copying Kurt Cobain's handwriting, mm-hmm. and then you see the difference between the suicide note, which is three mostly like seven eighths of suicide note is him talking about non-related stuff, and then the last tiny portion of it is the suicide note, which is clearly in a different handwriting, uh-huh. bigger letters, and like, whoa, did she fucking write this? Like. It still doesn't mean that she killed him. It could mean that crazy bitch wrote a suicide note for him... To make herself look awesome that Get he loved her. Yeah. Yeah, 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 She's fucking crazy. Sure. She's fucking crazy. If you... I know,
1: but I don't think there's anybody that believes that she's not crazy. Exactly,
0: I, exactly.
1: I would be, I don't think there's a person that would go, no, no, no. Right. She's totally sane. So
0: she could be out of her mind. She could be a liar. She could be all those things and still not be guilty of murder. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing in that documentary that shows yeah. that she killed him. There's right. nothing. It's just that. Well, it just shows she's nuts, which everybody already knew.
1: Yeah, that's why I didn't like it. Everyone made a big deal about it, and I just, like, the reenacting really took me completely yeah. out of the picture. But, but I've it, seen so many things. Like, everyone knows she's batshit. It yeah. wouldn't surprise me at all if she did that. But
0: Yeah. Well, the, the, the sheriff work. I don't think work. she killed him, though. The police work is so piss poor. That was one of the most disturbing things about it. When you find out, like, it talk, you know, also, what was it, like, 94 when he died or something like that? Was it like ninety? Was something? it '94? I think so. So we're talking pre-internet. So the accountability was minimal. Small town, you know, yeah. a small area, and then it was uh, the Seattle Police Department. the The sheriff was a fucking idiot. Fucked up a bunch of other cases. Eventually, was kicked out. Right. Like there was all sorts of bad police work going on. On top of that, the difference between the first responders' accounts of the murder scene versus his response, um, the difference between the image of the. You right <laughs> Yeah. <coughs> just, I Fucking golfing. allergies. No, that um, was just swallowing the water. Around. the first responder said you could clearly tell who it is, and then you know their their version of it that his face was blown off. Mm. Like, well, those are, you got two different versions. of The fact that they cremated him six days later, the fact that they called it a suicide instantly before the autopsy was performed—that you're right. supposed to leave that to a forensic scientist right. to go over the evidence—and they just is a clusterfuck. But in that clusterfuck, but don't are you believe that incursions. he killed himself? I don't believe anything. I don't know. Oh. I do not know. The, the other thing is, I don't know. I don't understand heroin. So when, when they say that he had three times the lethal dose of heroin in his system uh-huh. and that he wouldn't have been able to pull the trigger. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if maybe he had an insane tolerance because he did a lot of heroin. He could have. Yeah. yeah. Like maybe be three times for you and I, but right. not three times for him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But it was it was creepy. It's a creepy documentary i mean that whole story that
1: whole that whole scene was creepy as shit yeah. i mean even like when uh, uh what's his face scott wyland you read that he passed away yeah. did i mean it's so terrible but i felt like every single person was like well that was gonna happen
0: scott wyland i met him he did dana white's uh birthday party dana white is president of the ufc uh-huh. he performed stone temple pilots performed at his birthday party and oh, cool First of all, let me just say they were fucking amazing I've seen them like three times and I, every time they were awesome They performed in a in a ballroom for I mean Maybe there was like 200 people there and the people that were paying attention when they went on stage It was like maybe 40 like we had to get people up towards the ca- the, the stage to pay attention That motherfucker rocked out like he was in front of 25,000 sold-out rabid fans. I mean he awesome. he hit it hard I remember being humbled I remember seeing seeing that and going, wow! Like that guy, it made me want to do stand-up better. Yeah, it made me like, man, I want to go right. I want to I want to yeah. work on my performing because that guy fucking nailed Just it. Gave everything, yeah. But. Backstage, he was a nightmare. <laughs> he was a disaster. Because my friends that had to deal with him, the friends that worked for the UFC, yeah. that had to, like, like he, wa- he he demanded to go on, like, right now, or he was getting out of there. He's going to fucking leave. I want my fucking money. I want to go on right now. Like, he was just cracked out of his mind or heroin right. down or whatever the fuck right. he was doing. He, just, he was, like, barely there all the time and always on edge. And, you know, you could blame it on his creative... Juices inside of him it made him such a genius performer, which yeah. are th- which is undeniable that he was a genius. Yeah, like performance wise, performance
1: and- wise. Well, yeah, I mean he put on a show like every time I ever saw him, that band play, he was amazing. But
0: yeah. But, but did you read what the mother of his children said about him? Mm-hmm. Like that Rolling Stone thing? Because like every time so I would telling. see him
1: so fucked up, and then you would go to be married to that.
0: hmm And you have children with that guy. Yeah. Like, and then he had new children with yeah. a new wife, and then just sort of didn't talk to the old. And of course, obviously, that's her, her story. Sure. Who knows how crazy she is? Who knows what the reality of... I mean, right. You could die, and your ex-boyfriend could write a fucking crazy book about sure. you, and you'd be like, you know, all right. fiction. Yeah. We don't know, but... This is sad. That's a fucking crazy drug, that heroin. Woo! I would never in a million years touch that. What if it made you, like, so good? What if you What if you got a little bit of yeah, heroin couldn't in you? I not do it. Microdose? I'd be too afraid. Microdose? I would
1: be the one that would die, like, the first time the trying. One... I would die the yeah. first time trying it. I'm like, no, I got a lot to live for. I don't...
0: <laughs> they find out that it's a adverse reaction to Claritin.
1: Right. <laughs> <So they> just... <laughs> Claritin D. Oh, you took the Claritin D, the 24-hour? Yeah, no, you're going to oh, fucking die.
0: you fucked up. Yeah. You fucked up, girl. It seems to have an awesome effect on um, musicians, though.
1: Well, until they die. will die, yeah. Yeah, but, but up until Up the... until
0: age 27. After yeah. that, it seems to drop off radically. This is like all the age 27 people, it's right? It's always
1: 27. Janis
0: Joplin, Morrison, uh, Hendrix. Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse. Right? Um, uh, Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain, yeah. All, it's all 27.
1: so bizarre, 27, is the age that everybody just... It's
0: Illuminati, it's like that five thing. <laughs> It is. Is that what it is? H. I. five.
1: H. I. It's HIV. <laughs> That's actually what I have. That's why I'm sniffing
0: at It's the AIDS coming out of your nose. It's my
1: AIDS. <laughs> I got a touch of AIDS to <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: AIDS is acting up.
0: Yeah, it's but my, my like head. is there a drug that has a more unique relationship to music than heroin? I don't think so. The only comedian that I knew that was a heroin guy was Hedberg. And Mitch Hedberg had like a sort of almost like a jazzy sort of sense of humor. You know? Yeah. It was like a weird, and even his voice, like yeah. the way he
1: spoke and everything. It was like he was like a cool cat. Yeah, you
0: know? yeah, yeah. He would do his act sometimes with his back to the crowd. <laughs> he would turn and do it and kill. He was it would be yeah. killing. He wasn't even looking at everybody. <laughs>
1: just... Well, there's something about that confidence too to do something that's that just fucking outrageous. Turn your back to the crowd, but not give a shit you're not nervous like they they would sniff you out if you were like
0: yeah you're scared
1: but it's like he had such control over everybody that he just could do it and everybody would laugh
0: well he was a unique guy in that for a long time he had a a real problem uh following certain acts like you when they would like say if you get booked in like the funny bone in columbus right (laughs) if you get booked there if, unless you are a big draw to the point where you say, hey, I'm bringing my opening acts with me. Mm-hmm. They would book local people. Sure. And so they would have some guy, like I know a story where he went to this club. They had a local guy, local guy before him is fucking literally doing handstands. He's singing and dancing. He has music he plays. He does a rap to close. He closes with a rap. The audience goes crazy. And then Hedberg goes up there with sunglasses on, stands in front of the microphone. You know, and says, somebody asked me if I want a banana, frozen banana. I said, no, but I want a regular banana later. So, yes. <laughs> That's funny, but not after some dude's doing flips and standing on his head and shooting rockets <laughs> right. out of his dick. You know, like, the guy. <laughs> he shot
1: rockets out of his dick. Oh, it's I amazing. Might
0: be exaggerating. But. You know, there's like so he would bomb. He would have like these horrible sets, right. Until he found his audience, and then when people knew what to expect, like from Letterman appearances yeah. and what have you, yeah. then they knew what to expect. They would go to see him, and then finally they started like doing the opening acts correctly. Yeah. And that guy had a really hard time though because of that. Well, it was so specific, like the kind of comedy. <laughs> yeah. Like you could probably go anywhere and you
1: could check the crowd out and go. Mm. Like you could figure you you know in your head when something's working, what they like and what they
0: don't like. Dep- well, it's you know even depends if someone's there to see Gilbert uh, Melendez. Not the Gilbert Melendez. He's a fighter. <laughs> Gilbert. Gilbert. <laughs> That'd be cool. What's his name? Godfrey. What, n- no. No. Um, God damn it! Who the fuck am I thinking of? Fluffy. Oh, oh uh, Gabriel Iglesias. Yeah, yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ, Gilbert. Gabriel Gilbert, <laughs> um, like Gabriel Iglesias, is like super family friendly, mm-hmm. very squeaky clean, very funny, but very like fluffy, laughy. Mm-hmm. If I went on and told some dark shit after that, or some, you know, it's I'm not, it's not my crowd. It's yeah. the wrong crowd for me, right? You know, or, or, or a group of old people that went to see, you know, whatever. Fill in the blank with like a really sque- a carrot tops, so, some squeaky clean. <laughs> yes,
1: As a standing yeah. gig,
0: that's just you could get the wrong crowd for mm-hmm. sure. You know, there's some crowds that just don't work for you, for your style of humor.
1: But, like, if you were going on a show and it's, like, you, Anthony Jeselnik, and Bill Burr, like, it oh, wouldn't fine. matter, right? Yeah. Like, that's, like, it's all
0: <clears> of <throat> yeah, well, the same. We've done that 20, 30 times at the comedy store. That's totally normal. I think have totally seen that show. It's probably yeah. it in my head. Well, the store, you'll have, but that, you know, someone might go on and, well, they're really good at the store, like, setting the lineup in a really sort of homogenous way.
1: I did a horrible show there. I rarely do the... Some girl, I guess, was trying to put together a show and it was like oh, a m- bringer show. I don't know what it was
0: called. Yeah, they'll do like I did it once in the main, main like, room. Is it a weeknight in the main room?
1: Yeah, it was like Monday night in the main room with a show that's never first time. Ooh. I mean, main room, eight people, you know, it was just mm. bad. It was just absolutely bad. Everything I said bombed, like nothing. And I was just going, like, How many more minutes do I- <laughs> is yeah. a red light? Could you flick that at me? I mean, it was just, it was bad, but I didn't like this is not my crowd
0: like they had a show there the other day and uh i got there <clears throat> excuse me i got there and
4: Claretton.
0: the um waitresses are like dude go to the fucking main room see this fucking show in the main room i go what's going on they go a cult rented out the main room and i go what are you serious so i went in there and when i went in there the show was just ending the comedy show was just ending so some comedian was on stage i didn't i don't know who the comedian was and it just wasn't going so well, it was going okay, but it was just very, very strange. And then after the show, they all huddled up around Mother, Mother, this woman that they called Mother, who was the the head of the cult. And there's like 50 people around her, they're all dressed to the nines, suits and ties, like the nicest dresses, like everybody's like dressed up like they're going to a uh, an award show, right? And Mother sat around with her back to the stage where they're all facing her, like as if she was on stage, I mean, she might as well have been on stage. And she was talking, like, you know, like, really, like, self-help nonsense sort of fucking cookie-cutter Scientology-style talking yeah about, you know, our intention, what we put out into the world is what the world gives us back. If you love yourself, the world loves you, like, that kind of shit. And they were all, like, cheering along with her and clapping with her. And was like... It was so fucking strange it was so that, strange
1: but they rented the like how did they, they even rent them to i don't understand what happened
0: i don't know what happened because i got there late you know i got there like as it was ending the last comic was on stage but al madrigal had been on earlier and he was just fucking eating dick up there and <laughs> I don't, and, and he apparently goes what the fuck kind of crowd is this like he was saying it while yeah. he was up there because he realized he looked out and he sees all these people with suits and ties and dresses and they're all they're all, they're all fucking super lost. I mean, like really lost, strange people. Well, I'll never forget her <laughs> sitting there and them gathered around her, talking just, to her, listening to her every, hanging on every word she says. Which like is a all,
1: bird ha- feeding its babies. Yeah, was,
0: exactly. Like, rah,
1: rah, spitting. Yeah. <laughs> it's all just they're like all just waiting for it.
0: Hallmark card shit. It was fucking That's strange, fuck up. really strange. That's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Well, that whole self-help thing, you know, if you are, if you're so inclined. You can piece together, especially today. Like it's not—we're not talking about like Anthony Robbins' days of 1988, where nobody else was doing it. You had to actually have some really concise thoughts about how to improve yourself. At this point, they're
1: they're repeating other people. I mean, nobody's come up with something brand spanking new. Exactly. Yeah.
0: But you—all you have to do is sort of mine the internet for these things, repackage them, reshape them, and put on a seminar, Mm -hmm. and have all these people together. And there's people that are doing that right now. You have to have
1: that voice, and that's. Just that weird, that yeah. odd look. Uh, yeah, I watched that documentary, The Source Family. Did you ever see that one?
0: No, I haven't. But it. it's Whitney good. Cummings was telling me I have to see it.
1: It's good. Yeah, yeah. because I, I don't think anybody really heard of it because that guy didn't like do a mass Jones. Te- you know, like right? He fucking got on a hang glider in Hawaii and said Jesus wants me to fly out, in this the yeah, he didn't make it. <laughs>
0: Well, maybe that's how Jesus wanted him to come to him. So I was like,
1: "Oh, he didn't kill his people. He just was like, nope, I'm getting vibes that I need to go on this hang glider on this cliff." And
0: that's a fucked up way to go. Hang oh glider. Oh my
1: god. But actually he survived and then died like a few, you know, one or two days later or something uh, like that, but oh
0: less less exciting. But Better it if he was He just went up. right to the light.
1: Yeah. I'm sure maybe
0: that's what he was hoping for, but <sighs> hang gliding seems like a fucking great time, but I'm not trying it.
1: Yeah, no, I need a like a, no, I couldn't do that. Well,
0: you have to depend on the wind.
1: Yeah, I don't like depending on things like that.
0: I'm not into depending on wind. It seems like uh, it does whatever the fuck it wants. Huh.
1: Yeah, huh. doesn't want to listen. It's weird.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like. When I tell it, no. That sure would be like gone. floating in the water on a boat, you know, sailing around on a boat, and, and then all of a sudden the boat decides it doesn't want to be buoyant. <laughs> And that's kind of what and you're, you're like, dealing with. Come right? On, you're floating in the air depending upon these drafts of winds. Whoops. Whoa, see that? Uh, Look at that fucking Cl- reflexes. Clareton, see yeah. that shit? Yeah. Like a cat. Wow. <laughs> but if I mean I think that can happen, right? The wind just dies off and you just fall around. Sure. <laughs> it happens
1: a bunch. I grew up on the coast. I mean shit. I wouldn't go fucking hang gliding. Hell no. But Seems but that like guy be did awesome, because is he had a sign, told him. I'm getting a sign that I need to hang glide.
0: <laughs> well, nothing's more nutty than those wingsuit dudes. I had this dude, Andy Stump in here who oh has the world God. record for wingsuit travel.
1: That shit's insane. I wa- oh God. <laughs> What was it? I just watched something on it. And this guy, I mean, they're nuts. And they'll break like every fucking bone. Yes. I got to get back out there. I got to get back out.
0: Yeah, one guy, he, he hit, like, his foot on the edge of a rock and then just... Well, he's going, you know, who knows, I'm fucking I, that's fast. That's the one I, yeah. I... did see that Broke one. everything, yeah.
1: Broke all of his shit, he lived.
0: Got right back on it. That's how awesome wingsuit flying is. Break everything. They you like, have to be fucked up there. Like, together. you have
1: to have a... Something's... You're wired differently. Mm. Because that's not...
0: We have to be wired differently to try it in the first place, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, who would go... The like flying squirrel suit, you know, Fuck, this, sh- this fun, should work
0: out, <laughs> dude. It must be so fun, though.
1: I imagine it is fun, f- f- but boy, I mean,
0: have you ever done a hoverboard? You know, those little rollerboard things, so this little, little like a Segway, but it doesn't have a handle. You know, those things that you see the kids do? Have you ever yeah, done one real of those? Cool. Yeah, I have. They're fun, right?
1: They are they are fun, but those kids it's just like do teenagers need to be on wheels like that? I mean, they're just my little kids have them. I know, but you know when you see like those lazy fucking kids in the mall just walking, and then now they're just
0: it's so. Well, don't you feel that's one of those things where they the technology comes along before they have rules? Mm -hmm. Like remember when people used to be able to smoke those e-cigarettes on planes? Yeah, they'd just be puffing on those blue e-cigarettes like. Who's that fucking goofy guy that was doing those ads? Steven Dorff. Yes. yes. Oh. I, when the I saw one of those ads, ads. Yeah, I
1: see what, him fucking hawking these things and I was like, "Take I back your freedom, I'm guys." Like, dude, I haven't seen you in a movie in 1990. Like, this is what you're doing? Like, what? Well, you had to. But I love that he was still like, "Yeah, it's me, Steven Dorff.
0: <laughs> Take back your freedom, guys. Come on, guys. Take back your freedom. There it is. Look. Come on, guys. Yeah. uh, There's just something so non-rebel about sucking on a little robot dick. Yeah.
1: It looks like they're sucking on a home pregnancy test By the way, those things
0: are great before you go on stage. They look like tobacco, or um, nicotine, rather, is a stimulant. And it is actually a good stimulant to take before you go on stage. Really? Yeah. yeah, Fires up your brain. Joey Diaz told me about it. So it gets me fired up right before I go on stage. I've seen the other
1: vape pens that have, like, the...
0: Oh, those big, giant fucking, like, you're holding onto a lunchbox. No, 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 the
1: ones that have, like, the marijuana oils in them.
0: Oh, I have those right here. You want to try those? What
1: kind do you have?
0: I have all of them. You name it.
1: I have, do you have the G-Pen?
0: I got one of those. I
1: have a friend that uh,
0: does. A friend?
1: A friend of mine that does. um... Marketing? Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. He helps endorse them. We have, like,
0: a fucking stack of them back there, right? Those G-Pens. My friend Bun B from UGK. Oh, Oh, shit. Yep. The best ones are the ones that have the oil. That's like, the one I yeah, have. Yeah, that you screw the top on. That's what I have. You plug them in the USB plug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. I'll call my doctor, who's my friend, who has them. <laughs> yeah, I I got my prescription from a doctor as well.
1: No, I don't have. I don't even have one. But he, my friend, has one. So I was like, hey, if you're up, if you're gonna go get me some. Well, please. since
0: this is broadcast nationally, you do have one, right? You do have a prescription. You're not taking marijuana illegally, right? I'm totally right? teasing with you. I don't even have one. You don't even have to have one?
1: No, I don't even have a vape pen. I was just
0: teasing. Oh, you're kidding. You, this is fiction. It was a
1: joke. It was one of my friends has it. Do you fuck I was with tr- the edibles? I was trying to uh, sound cool.
0: Mm. You be know? one of the cool kids? Yeah, I was trying to be one of the cool kids. Do you mess with edibles? Uh, she's nodding.
1: I have. <laughs> in my previous life.
0: Have you had any bad experiences? Yeah. Everybody has.
1: Everybody's had them because you don't know how much. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't edibles. It was, you know, it was always the brownies that everybody mm-hmm. started with. And I was in college. And I remember, like, it was a costume party. It was like, around Halloween. So everyone's at the bar in costume. And I couldn't find my sister and roommate because <laughs> my sister and I went to the same college. I was walking in circles because they were dressed like other people. And I was like... <laughs> what a fucking nightmare scenario oh. and, and then finally they came up to me they're like you walk past us like 30 <laughs> times and you look all freaked out i was like <laughs> and it doesn't help i have big eyes too so i'm like just so fucking panicky and jumpy oh god it scared the shit i just went back to my apartment late i was like just make it stop make it stop
0: yeah i,
2: I was, not was a, a fan judge
1: of those. yeah
0: i was a judge of the cannabis cup once. I don't even know what that is. The cannabis cop is this thing where they judge uh, weed and they decide like what's the best.
1: Is it like one of those beer?
0: <laughs> it's way worse. Here's the thing: you don't have any idea which one is hitting you better or not. You don't know. Like this is what the, you know how you, like um, like old people have like those Monday through Sunday pill, pill things, yeah, yeah? And each one, you know, you pop them open, right. and you take it. It was that. It would give you one of those. I had it like with a dried weed in it for like the long, just sitting. I'm like, I'm going to save this and I p- put it away. Just, it's a nostalgia for the highest I've ever been in my life. Right. So I get there. They give everybody that's a judge, they asked me to be a judge, to give everybody who's a judge one of these little boxes with all these different strains in it. And each one has a name and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and all you, the names you, you, are you're fun supposed too, to start smoking <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah. So you start smoking, but you don't know what, what's getting you high and what's not. You're high as fuck. Mm-hmm. First of all, we went into this place that they did it. It was this place on Melrose. It was like a head shop. And in the back of the head shop, they had this big, giant room where all these people were in. And I remember just. Being just completely blitzed out of my mind by the time I got to Tuesday. You know, (laughs) I'm supposed to go Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I am fucked up, man. And people are handing me cookies and I'm just eating them. They're handing me candies. I'm just eating them. People are handing me bags, like those uh, volcano bags. I'm fucking sucking on a volcano bag. I I just went as deep as I've ever gone in my life. How many days? before you came to <laughs> like, i was legitimately high for 24 hours like i'm not well, like legitimately could you do anything could no you, no you just no, were you no. just sitting i just I, I i laid down after it was over I, I remember thinking i can't even i don't even i can't even form sentences i can't, right. I, can't I, I didn't know what i was doing i didn't know this is this is how high i got i got so high that people stopped they stopped looking like people to me and what they started being is like two-dimensional like a cardboard cutout like a movie promo cutout of a person and then behind that person was like their soul it was like peeking around the corner like looking at you like they were walking towards you with this like cardboard cutout totally normal and behind yeah, them, sure. that's, that's how the, the that's like the impression that I got from looking at them there's like a two-dimensional outside <laughs> and then I could occasionally see glimpses of their real self like peeking around the corner looking at me and then hiding were behind you just afraid their the whole time? I was terrified yeah, I was just, I was, I was untethered, <laughs> untethered from reality, from life. I, I, I was, I was gone. And I remember having this weird conversation with, There's here's the thing about these marijuana people, especially marijuana. This is, we're, we're talking like, I think I was a judge in 2003 mm-hmm. or something like that. 2002 it's or still three. still
1: in your system from then. Probably. Event, yeah. <laughs> Probably
0: still test positive. You're right. But um, the people that were like into it, That really like involved in the the quote-unquote cannabis community it was a small (laughs) sort of tight-knit group that were producing it selling it and growing it and they would gather together so these they would use these things as an excuse to kind of get together with everybody and I got in this conversation with this guy who was banking on the cannabis community taking care of him when he was old and that's what he was like concentrating on like it was. I was so high. I just had to listen. I couldn't even talk. I was like, okay. Right. <laughs> and he was saying, well, the amazing thing is the cannabis community. Like, they're gonna have me. They're gonna take care of me. The cannabis community would be there for you. So, right, right. It's Like, he has a four hundred one k with yeah. them or something. Right. Well, you know, yeah. he thought the cannabis community was like this small, tight knit thing, and now it's a swarm of humanity. You're right. Like, there is no cannabis community, homie. It's called life. Yeah, it's you know, people. Like, yeah, it's just humans. Right. But, but to him, it was like, you know, like local growers or whatever it was like this local organic community of poor it was guy so str- it was such a strange conversation like that was his angle it was almost like he was like really into pot because it had given him an identity within this community mm. so he was expressing that to me in this very strange way and I was trying to like wrap my head around like what he thought was going to happen you know, but he kept saying that. You know, the cannabis community is always going to take care of me. The cannabis community. I'm like, guess what, dude? The cannabis community is just fucking people. Like, right. People are just going to take care of You're you. Just like...
1: another stoner, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Hello.
0: <laughs> Hello. I oh.
1: had a, God, I had a room. Uh, one of my roommates in college one time just ate a shit ton of pot brownies, and she wanted to go to Wendy's for food, of course. And she's like, "What are you taking me to Wendy's? I need some food?" I was like, "Sure." In my car, she's and as soon as I go through the drive-through and you're welcome, I mean, Wendy's gonna take your order. She goes drive, just get out of here, just go, go, get out of here. <laughs> like that's when it really hit her, that panicky part, and that person saying, "Welcome to Wendy's." She lost her shit. I thought if I don't drive, she's gonna jump out of my car. Like she was really like. Freaked out. Oh, like, that's god. so
0: funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just go. Just go. Just drive. Oh my god. Just drive. I was like,
0: <laughs> oh. It's like yeah. No, that's not good. Yeah, pot eating pot can really fuck with you in a way that I'm nothing not else f- can.
1: Yeah, it's and and it won't go away. There's nothing you can take or do. No. To, you have yeah. to wait it out. Well, one thing that helps part.
0: a little bit is coffee. Coffee does well, help coffee, a little like,
1: bit. But I mean. If you're so whacked out, you're just like, yeah. I just want to sit in a chair and yeah.
0: wait this, ride this out. Do you know the different, well, here's, I've, I've talked about this so many times before, people are going to get annoyed. But do you know what happens when you eat it, that there's a different, like, biological process as opposed to smoking it? When you smoke it, your, your body's reacting to THC, which mm-hmm. is the active compound when you smoke it. But when you eat it, it's processed by your liver and it produces something called 11 hydroxy metabolite that's five times more psychoactive than THC. It's insanely ah. powerful. And it's a much more psychedelic drug. Like, you'll have hallucinations and yeah. visual, especially if you close your eyes. You can have some oh, like, yeah. really, really intense that, visualizations. I, I I, that freaks
1: me out too much. The moment I close my eyes, I'm like, oh, I don't God. like this. Yeah. I don't like it. It make just, it stop.
0: well i was on both when i was at the cannabis cup that was what was so Ugh. fucked up because i had been high from smoking it i don't know I high from thrown eating up it. Or, yeah i mean Ugh. that's horrible well, throwing it up was great if it's alcohol yeah if you throw up and you drink alcohol yeah it's just yeah. It, you know it gets out of your system and you, you it helps I, you sober up quicker but not i with used pot. to like if i was you know
1: we all do it stupid we don't know how what we can take when we're in college and I would drink until I was like just you know hammered, and then I would oh yeah I'll smoke that, and yeah. then I always would puke. That would be the only <laughs> time I would ever puke was when I, I did that. And I'm like yeah I need to learn.
0: Well, it's also because when you smoke, you you become hyper aware, and your body is aware of the poison inside you in the form of alcohol, and your body's like what did you do? Get it what
4: out!
2: What did Get you? It do? Out.
0: <laughs> I took a uh, a pot. This guy made THC pills. It was wow. this uh, friend of mine they were like, he figured out how to make pills. And I don't know how he did it, but he made them in these capsules. And um, you, you have to, it has to be, there's something it has to be fat soluble. Like, like when you cook it, like a lot of times when they cook it, they use butter and they, they, they melt the marijuana into the butter to make it fat soluble to mm-hmm. make your body. I don't know understand the process, but he figured out how to do it and put it into capsule forms. So he told us, he was like, how much should I take? And he goes, just take one pill. Because there are little packages of two pills that he gave us. Mm-hmm. He goes, just take one. And my friend Eddie Bravo was like, fuck that guy. I'm taking two. two so yeah. he took two. I listened. I took one. Mm-hmm. And I was fucking <laughs> blitzkrieged. And I wound up talking to this guy. And um, it was at a jujitsu tournament. Mm-hmm. And this guy <laughs> was uh, one of the competitors. And I remember thinking, like, wow, this guy's. His vibe is so crazy. Like, he's giving me, like, when you're really high. I mean, like maybe it was just because I'm that high. Yeah. But he has this, like, insanely dangerous vibe about him. <laughs> Turns out he was a rapist. Turned into a uh, rapist and um, uh, was on the run and uh, went on the run. and. So he
1: went to a jiu jitsu tournament? No, no, no. Or he was. He, he was the jiu jitsu well, rapist.
0: He had, he had done some other shit, too. One of the things he had done, he had choked a guy to death and then they revived him. Uh, he got in a street fight on a, um, uh, a traffic incident. Was it
1: one of those mayhem or whatever those crazy? No,
0: no. Um, I forget his or name. Or what was it? Like, I forget machine his name. War machine. Rather... No, that guy was another one. He was on my podcast, actually, just really? a couple of months before he did that with the girl that he beat the fuck out of. She was here. Oh,
1: God, yeah. that's the worst sounding story I think I've ever... I saw the whole thing on Real Sports. They did a, a, yeah. a deal on Real Sports on HBO. With her, was... yeah. Yeah. It, was, it was terrible. Jesus,
0: man. Yeah, that was terrible. That whole thing was a combination of everything. Yeah. Uh, his, all the abuse that he suffered in his life, steroids, his fucking the brain damage that he unquestionably has. Yeah. So many of them have brain damage. There's so many they fighters. They have that same uh, shit, the football players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they snap. But is it that same, uh, what's it? chronic encephalism. Yeah. Yeah. Well, CTE. It's uh, just any form of head trauma over repeated periods of time is going to cause issues. But they
1: keep talking about football players and, like, you can't tell me that, like, NASCAR drivers don't have that shit. They wreck and have concussions all the time.
0: I don't think they wreck that much though. They well, also no, they get those... concussions,
1: but it just takes a little like once it's you know once you've had one concussion, uh-huh. you're it's yeah. easier to get another and a lot of those drivers have had multiple concussions.
0: That's interesting. I never really thought about that. I would think about different people having Like hockey. Yeah. You know, sure. there's
1: certainly, but it always seems to go to just football, but you're like, no, there's I mean, I know plenty I I like car racing, but like a lot of the open wheel you know, even if they have just a barely a wreck but it's still their Mm -hmm. head you know they have all the head and neck restraints on
0: but you hit the side of a wall your brain squashing around yeah yeah yeah. and you've you've already
1: had three concussions maybe in the past so with all the connective
0: tissue the connective tissue that holds your brain inside your skull that stuff tears and when it tears it doesn't come back yeah yeah and i don't it's not
1: resilient (laughs) it's like it's done it's torn that's it
0: um, I I didn't know like what that stuff was like, like what is a connective tissue like, until uh, I butchered a moose once, and uh, yeah, this guy right here, mm-hmm. and when we're lifting up the leg and cutting the connective tissue, yeah. it's like almost like this like candy like like uh, what's that stuff called cotton candy fiber-ish mm-hmm. looking stuff that yeah. it's like it's so soft, it just yeah. cuts right through. It's yeah. like I'm like this is like similar to the stuff that holds your brain in your head, and you can imagine over repeated traumatic impacts like over and over again. That stuff would just start tearing and breaking loose. And then once it's torn, like you're fucked. Like your head's just rattling around. Yeah. Yeah. Scary. Well, I have a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, who's uh, an expert in traumatic brain injuries. He's Mm -hmm. a doctor. And he treats a lot of soldiers, football players, the like. And he said that you can get a concussion, a severe concussion from getting hit in the chest. Like a lot of football players, they didn't even get head impact. They get hit in the chest. But the, the... the getting hit their, in the chest yeah. snaps your head back, and your brain rattles around inside your head, yeah. and it gives you a massive concussion. And they, the, the ignorant people that didn't know any better, you know, ignorant as far as they didn't have the information, they would they would say, oh, he didn't even get hit in the head. He's fine. Yeah. But no, like the, just getting hit in the chest. Like if yeah. someone kicks you in the chest, you can get a concussion. Yeah. I hope nobody ever kicks me in the chest, though. I hope nobody kicks you in the chest, too. It would suck.
3: It would not be a fan
0: of that suck. That would suck But if they did Like you, could, your brain gets fucked up
1: Have you ever had a concussion? Oh yeah I'm sure You're sure but you don't know like for a fact that you had well, a concussion
0: Well I used to kickbox, box so Well yeah but that's what I'm saying
1: Like did you ever have where you were at the hospital And they said you have a concussion? No
0: no no but I definitely had headaches And we got yeah. punched in the head a bunch of times I've been hit in the head a gang at times, so I'm just definitely. And here's the thing about concussions and traumatic brain injury. Like, people think that it's just a concussion. Like, uh, you are concussed and, you know, define concussion. You know, oh, your pupils right. are dilated. Right. You got hit in the head. No, you like small impacts, repeated sub-concussive yeah. impacts. Sometimes have the most devastating effect. Like, soccer players yeah. oftentimes develop the same sort of symptoms from heading a ball, just a ball, just yeah. bouncing a ball off your head, no concussion.
1: I would have, um, I've never had a concussion, but I assume that I've done damage from uh, surfing or wakeboarding.
0: Oh, yeah. A lot Wiping of wipe, out. yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, a definitely. lot of wipeouts. Like, yeah. you know,
1: you would, you know, it take you a minute. Like, mm-hmm. you, you really wipe out and you're just like laying there like, <sighs> take a deep breath, like. Okay, I'm going to sit the next few <laughs>
0: Well, this guy, audio. Dr. Mark Gordon, was saying that you can get it from wakeboarding or, um, not sorry, um, jet skiing. Yeah. Just hitting weight. Because it's jarring. Exactly. It, yeah,
1: it really, like, when you hit, if you're, you know, every time I'd be out, out on the boat or something, and you go into a wave and that kind of, like, boom. boom. Yeah, it's, yeah. you do it enough. Fuck, you get off the boat and you're just, like, kind of, Loopy. you can feel a little rattled. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. That shit's bad for you. No, not good. Not good. Not good. I would imagine ski jumping. Boom! Like that. Oh yeah,
1: like all those uh, fucking downhill skiers, like the ones in the Olympics and shit. Oh yeah. Fuck, they wipe the fuck out.
0: Oh, they fucking wipe out. Those uh, the snowboarder dudes do. Oh, they wipe out hard. My friend got knocked out recently, fucking snowboarding. He did did something. Woke up on his back. Oh really? Has no idea what the fuck he did. Just woke up. Jeez. He, He was fucked up for a while. And this is like his second or third time going out like that, too. Like falling snowboard. He loves snowboarding, though. But Jesus, like
1: at some point, I go, <laughs> like, I like walking and breathing. <laughs> Being yeah, a living like on my own. <laughs> remembering
0: where I live. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> Not having somebody, like, you know, take me to the bathroom. <laughs> like,
0: well, for football players, you've seen those. Uh, if you've seen the Real Sports episode oh, on yeah. NFL players yeah. from the 70s and 80s that are just jacked no. Well,
1: the one I saw that was a PBS Frontline that was about those uh, the concussions and everything and it was I mean The guys just they're not the same person. They're just yeah. fucked. I mean, they've just done a number on their bodies and You don't bounce back after so many.
0: No Well, they I'm just hoping that one day they're gonna figure out how to inject stem cells into your brain or something like that to reinvigorate it But yeah, I mean, as of right now, they really can't do much.
1: Are you a football fan? Not really, no. But like growing up, okay, so you know, you think about you'd see a big hit, it would mm-hmm. make this you know wide world of sports reel or some shit like that, and you're like, oh, you want to watch it again? It's just yeah. insane, and everyone's like, yeah, and they're fucking, and now I see it, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that guy that just shaved about ten years off, <laughs> it was like, mm-hmm. you know, like, and he's probably. Lost however many, you know, lost whatever function of his brain that they say is like your emotions and your decision making. And that's why a lot of those guys will like, shoot their
0: girlfriend, kill themselves. Yeah. yeah. Are we going to show one, Jamie? Oh. Oh.
1: Oh. Oh. And then you can can always tell. Oh, my
0: God. Is this recent, Jamie?
4: Yeah, this is two weeks ago.
0: You Uh, can tell the knockout when the hands stay up. Oh, yeah. You know. Believe me, I know. I've seen, I've probably seen more people get knocked unconscious in, in, Real life then i would i would I would really without any reservation say that I've seen more people get knocked out than zero zero point one 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 percent of the population I'm like in the, the like the smallest group of people like there's maybe a hundred or two hundred people on the planet that have seen more people get knocked out than me maybe
1: i've seen People Maybe. get knocked out, not to that extent, but because of my sports producer. I used oh, to have yeah. to actually go to all the games, so I'd be on the sideline, you know like mm-hmm. i so I saw it you know like right there up close, and it is i mean you just see it coming, you could see the guy coming, you can see yeah. his head turned the other way, has no idea what's you know, and then the moment he just lays down those arms just.
0: Oh, yeah. They
1: just stay up, and you're like,
0: fuck. Well, because of doing commentary for the UFC, I mean, literally, fuck, like, I've man. seen more knockouts than, m- way more than 99% of the population. It's probably like 999999 there might be there might be twenty people on Earth that have seen more people get knocked out than me. It might really be that low.
1: Yeah, because how long have you been doing that?
0: I've d- I started doing the commentary from '97, uh-huh. and I um, started it again. I did it from '97 to '98, and then I quit, and then came back in 2002 with the new company, mm-hmm. and I've been doing it for the ne- last 14 years. But, yeah, you've seen a lot of. But magazine. I also was fighting from the time i was 15. Mm-hmm. so i was 15 to 22 was all kickboxing yeah. and martial arts turn so i saw a lot of people get knocked out in person there oh. and then i saw just fucking un- i've called like i don't know man it's way more than a thousand fights it's probably close to two thousand fights so i've probably seen five or six hundred people just get shut off <laughs> Just blam That's over so the course up. of my life. Just yeah. bong, cring, yeah. stiff arms, legs twitching, toes yeah. curled. I've seen that way more than 100 times, 200, 300 times. Yeah, it's, it's madness when you really stop and think about yeah. it.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's weird that it, like going from something I would watch and be like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, watch it again to like now I'm just going, geez, yeah. you know.
0: Me too. Yeah. Sad, we're real, we're getting old. It's, we're not fun anymore. Well, it's just you becoming like more and more aware. And plus, like like this new Will Smith movie, Concussions, yeah. coming out, where people are starting to. Uh, you know, with, with all have these, you seen that? No, I haven't. Is it out already?
1: Yeah, it came out over Christmas,
0: I think. But it, I I, it, it
1: didn't do. I don't think what it should have. Yeah, th- I read something that there was like this long thing of discrepancies. Like they chose to leave out because it's supposed to be a true story, you know. And and they they omitted very important facts.
0: Oh, like because what? Because
1: of the NFL, of how um, they treated, you know, like there were certain things that I don't know who got behind what and like oh. who kind of maybe strong armed them, you know, strong arm them into like doing what. Leave
0: that part out. Please. Right. Put that part in. Or maybe try to avoid lawsuits too. Something
1: like that. But I mean, I used to think when <laughs> I would hear people like, I mean, I grew up in Texas too. So, you know, football was such a oh, big thing. Yeah. Thing and how there would be people that would say like, "Oh, I'd never. I'm not letting my son play football." And you're like, ah, "Pussy." You know, mm-hmm. like, and I get it now. Like, I don't yeah. have kids, but I would. I get it. Like, you see the results, and these people are just fucked.
0: I get it. Yeah. I, I well, I mean, if boy, if my kids wanted to fight, I would be very conservative about it. I'd have to. I'd have to really try to get it into the head to understand defense before anything like right. really you have to that's like the most important thing to practice is learning how to avoid being hit and how to
1: yeah i mean i took like a, i took karate as a kid and everything but you know my dad was like you never start a fight he's like "But yeah. if somebody ever tried to hurt you he's like jimmy mean, i just punched him right in the nose and keep doing it until like but defend yourself don't yeah. you know don't dance around them yeah. and talk shit, you know, just...
0: And I was like, okay. Well, avoiding fights is always a smart I don't want to get in a fight, though. It's just, I it's like, so... Don't
1: hit me. I'd be so upset if hit me in the face. Why'd you do that, for?
0: Well, just if you didn't avoid it and you got hurt, like, badly hurt, yeah. and something you could have avoided, you'd yeah. feel so stupid. It would yeah. haunt you forever.
1: Yeah, that you're the one that started it, and then, you know, you get the shit kicked out
0: of you. Cooler heads prevail is always, like, a good thing to focus on. Yeah, it's, I just... It's just... It's sad. Well, it's almost always whatever the fuck it is that people fight over, it's almost always can be worked out most of the time. Well,
1: usually it's that people just want to fight.
0: Yeah. Or they're drunk. You know yeah. that's, the some difference between some... alcohol and pot. Nobody ever fought at the cannabis cup. Mm-mm. Most fucking people Could nobody... you have
1: even had a fight that day? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I would have just grabbed like, and look, held on. Let's just slow dance for a second. <laughs> let's slow dance. <clears throat> me and you, man. Just let's talk. Come on, man. I don't know what to talk about, but let's talk. (laughs) Fuck. The people come out of a bar. They're just fucking fired up. It is
0: the worst drug when it comes to that. The worst. Horrible. The worst drug because it narrows your understanding of the danger that you're involved in. Loosens inhibition. Impedes rational thinking.
1: And it's always somebody that's so fucking hammered. Oh, yeah. But they can't even put one foot in front of the other. But in their mind... They're seeing something completely different Yeah, and you, they always end up getting the shit knocked out of them.
0: I've seen it. Seen it a bunch of times. It's horrible no it's seeing street fights is always so strange too because sometimes you see street fights with people that are so confident and they literally have no idea how to fight and you're like why are you so co- what are you doing like you don't even f- maybe
1: they beat up somebody that was like really scrawny you know One once time. and they're like yeah it's gonna happen again right yeah. now we get that good feeling go. look at that big guy giant bouncer i got this <laughs> you know just oh.
0: and you're i always wanted to like if you ever met someone that like they become a different person when they get drunk. Like, mm-hmm. they drink, and then, like, a, a switch They're... goes off. They're not there. Like, hey, where'd yeah. Jenny go? Where's yeah. Jenny?
1: Is Jenny in there? And those eyes are just yeah. like.
0: They get gerbilized or yeah. hamsterized. Or... And
1: then you say something. That, and it's usually the people that get mad real easily. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: It's like, we were just having fun. Yeah. Like, well, the we're, fucking
3: we're, bitch. You fucked this shit. You fucked
1: <laughs> this. What the the fucking bartenders looking at me? Yeah, because your drink's empty. Like. <laughs> What the hell happened to
0: you? Where'd
1: you go? Well, you it's know? Ki-
0: kind of amazing that so few fights do take place when you think about how much alcohol is available and how yeah. many people drink. It's kind of amazing when yeah. you go out and you don't see a fight, which is more often than not, right? It
1: depends on where you're at, I think. Like yeah. when I was in Austin, so you go out on Sixth Street and That's all those a good fucking parts. Yeah, like it was. It would be weird to not see a fight on Sixth right. Street. But then if you go to a place, it's like a nicer, you know, okay, these are adults instead of yeah. a bunch of just, you know, college kids that are ripped. Like, yeah. You don't see as many, but. That's true. I saw a lot in Austin. That was pretty, pretty common. Well, six Street, towns, you got yeah.
0: college towns, and then you got Texas people, and then you got booze, and you throw it all together. Mm-hmm. A lot of fucking yeehaw.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a great town though. I love a Great Boston. Town. No, that was a good town. It's getting choked up with people though these days. Everybody wants to live there now. Why is that?
1: I don't know. It's the cool. There's shit to do. It's a nice place though. It's fun. Like I it's it a, it's a good atmosphere. It's not I think it's laid back. But the helps. traffic
0: there is insane now. Yeah, that's, It started becoming like just Yeah, it's overwhelming. Their yeah. infrastructure can't really handle it because it's not designed for that many people. No.
1: And and everything's consistently under construction mm-hmm. that'll never get, fit. you know, it's just like everything. There's just, you know, the, all the, that's going to be a new building. That's going to be it. Oh, so we had to close that street off and that street off so traffic's now worse.
2: Yeah.
0: Right?
1: That's, it's a problem.
0: Yeah. But it is a very unique city in Texas too, because it's got its own vibe to it as opposed capital. to like, yeah, I mean, it is the capital. Yeah. But it's got its own vibe to it that's different than any other Texas city. It's so liberal and open-minded, and it's weird.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that – like, I, I worked downtown, and, like, where the office – where our station was was, like, right there next to the Capitol. So it was kind of cool. It was on Congress, and you could walk around. It was, you know – I didn't live very far. I mean, I was still young, so I had a little cool, dope-ass, a little high-rise, you know? Like, right. it was fun. But I, I, th- I feel like every time I go back, it's just – Thousands more people.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, there's some nutty number of people move there every day Yeah, it's like a thousand people move there every day or something like that something insane Yeah,
1: it's something really ridiculous and it is sprawling because you can go out towards the lakes and all you know Like all those kind of houses
0: how many people move to Austin every day Google that I bet there's a statistic But yeah by the lake well the lakes there used to be two lakes right Lake Austin and Lake Travis and Lake Travis had fucking become nothing but well, then, there was Town Lake, and yeah. then yeah,
1: like Travis is now like just speedboats. boats. <laughs> yeah, but it filled
0: up again. It was down yeah. to nothing. Yeah, and then it, it rained did. so hard, it filled back up again.
1: That was pretty fucked up because nobody could even get in the water due to like the bacteria. Oh, it's and only
0: 110, 150. That's it. That's nothing. Oh, when oh, 40 in 2014, people move though. out. Oh, so two years ago. How much much difference yeah, I did I it? Know.
4: Do
5: that,
0: hmm. more. that doesn't seem like a lot though, because 150 people move in and 40 people move out, so it's 110 net. Hmm. That doesn't seem that bad, but it is over the course of years, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh well, yeah. so much for my fucking outrageous <laughs> hyperbole. That's a thousand people. kind of almost. Yeah, almost, it is almost, almost, almost close. Yeah. It's enough. that it sucks. Three hundred sixty thousand people a year. No week. Fifty two. <laughs> Fifty two <laughs> weeks. What am <are> I doing? <laughs> There's my shitty math again. Boy, fucking relying on calculators.
1: Oh man, I have to rely on calculators.
0: So we're almost out of time. Jenny Johnson, high five. Where are pe- where can people see you do stand up next? When are you performing uh, next?
1: Uh, where am I performing next? I believe I don't know that I have anything this week. I Maybe mean, next week.
0: Maybe Black next week? Okay. Yeah, probably. Do you Black put Black it up on your Twitter and let do. people know? I do. I it on want to my Twitter you.
1: on on my um, Gram, on my Instagram.
0: Cool. I'll let people know. Please do. I will. All right. Jenny Johnson, high five Thank on Thank you both. for having me
1: on. Oh, by the way, my cousin, Andy Nix, he's a Marine, major, flies C-130s, big fan of yours. So. What's up, Andy?
0: <laughs> Thank you, Andy. I told him I would tell you that. All right. he well, did. Well, thanks. This was fun. Appreciate it. it. Let's do it again.
1: Uh, uh, We could be sponsored by Claritin D. (laughs) (laughs) We'll
0: do it again when it's not raining. Yeah, perfect. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Jenny Johnson, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs)
1: All right. That was fun.